Don't ho-ho hold on to all of your Christmas cash. This holiday season, give yourself the gift of bonus BMF content by becoming a patron of the BAMFCast at patreon.com slash BMFCast. This week on the BAMFCast. First class, more like worst ass. What star? We're in. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. <laughs> it's a podcast. Yeah. Episode four hundred and forty-six. Numbers keep just keep going up. How does that happen? We uh, just keep adding. It's weird. Eventually, we'll get to the weed. Someday. someday. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this here Bamcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Uh, come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then we rate them. Good, bad movies. Enjoyable, bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks. Robot, robot jocks. jocks. We jocks. really enjoy robot jocks. It's where jocks come from. However, there are bad, bad movies. So stay away. Keep this in mind. Uh, they get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags is in giant bags of trash. Boo. Ooh, oh. Also of the air sick variety. Yes. Um, air sick bags. Sick yeah. bags. Yeah. <laughs> Junk. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we are just doing random ass movies at this point. Um, Short no ass good... movies we own. Yeah, there you go. Just, like... <laughs> That's the theme. Okay, <laughs> it's back catalog month. Yes, it is. yes. Uh, I so... prefer short ass movies we own. <laughs> um, so this back that catalog up <laughs> brought us to 2017's Altitude. Altitude. Yeah, it's so... got people in it. It does. <laughs> it has a people. Two it... very specific Bamcast alums. Sure. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. Two. 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 <laughs> Please discuss those two. Well, I can tell you that Denise Richards is an alum. Yeah? She is. Mm-hmm. She's from Tammy and the T-Rex. <laughs> right. Tamata that was so long ago. The T-Rex. <laughs> that was long ago for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Including Denise Richards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And also Dolph. Mm-hmm. Who looks like he's first billed in this. Yeah. He is not the main star. No. Denise no. Richards has... I would say the most screen time, but oh, yeah, I almost sure. would say Kelsey Grammer's daughter has more screen time. Is that who she is? I don't think so. I don't know. Same last name. But yeah, but Dolph. Yeah, but Dolph. Of uh, Red Scorpion, The Punisher, I Come in Peace, Showdown in Little Tokyo, Johnny Mnemonic, Command Performance, In the Name of the King, The Package, Kindergarten Cop 2, and Don't Kill It. This is his 11th appearance. <laughs> Wait, Don't Kill It? Was that an extra movie? Uh, no. no, we watched it last year. You were not here for that one. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was like he was um, like a demon <laughs> hunter. That was... He was hunting demons. It was surprisingly good. That was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was a, hey, that's on Netflix. It's worth watching. Mm-hmm. Movie. Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, we usually do a plot summary. This is super short and really dumb and only kind of barely describes the bullshit that's happening in this movie. Like but most I'll, of our plot summaries. I'll read it anyway. Okay. A female FBI agent is offered millions to help a thief escape from a hijacked airplane. All right. I mean, a hijacked airplane. <laughs> I don't know much, but I know this movie sucks. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess I guess first things first, we should probably point out that this has seven production credit logos at the beginning. Yeah. I think a new record for Bamcast. Yep. Felt like it. Smashing our previous record of uh, five. We, I, we were having flashbacks to our very first episode in yeah. Liquor Man, yeah. where the like, logos just kept coming. Yep. And then after all the logos, they do the, 
okay, now we have to put them in the actual right. font on screen. Now, yep. The thing about Wicker Man, though, is it was like, that was a lot of logos that most of them you recognized. Correct. This is a bunch of like, all right, Media Group LLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you these know. are holding companies that came about for just this one movie, feels like. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Denise. The, the movie opens and Denise Richards is a FBI negotiator mm-hmm. um, because... It's it's confusing what's happening at first because there is a guy in a building. We don't even know what building until they later reveal. It's just a guy that appears to be calling a phone sex line and sweating and sweating profusely so much in the year 2017. Yes, yes. Yeah. This are the year a, of our Lord. A man 2017. calls a phone sex line. Right. The uh, last the last man <laughs> calling a phone sex line. Somebody oh, had the last man story. calling the <laughs> yeah. last phone sex line. Yep. Yeah. Um but then it pulls back and it's revealed he has a gun and he's in the he's at the IRS and he has hostages and then it goes and shows her on the ground and she's in FBI gear and you know it's she's trying to make friendly with him so that he'll mm-hmm. like give himself up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um banter for a few minutes. Meanwhile, her commanding yeah. officer has the world's biggest murder boner to kill this guy. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So much so that, like, when he's basically like, all right, take the shot, because the guy's like, I, I didn't want to do this, you know, gets to that, and he's like, take mm-hmm. the shot when you haven't. She she takes off running, runs through the building, runs up the stairs, all the while talking to him with great cell phone service. Um, mm-hmm. And then just as the snipers are lining up their shot, which they've had multiple shots, they just yeah. don't take it. She she dives, knocks him out of the way, and... Arrests him. Arrests him, yeah. Somehow hurts her hand. Sure, I guess. Yeah. It's weird. Well, <clears throat> I mean, she did dive on the dude, so. You know. Yeah, but they spend an inordinate amount of time afterwards with her boss chewing her out while this EMT is like slowly wrapping gauze around her hand. And, he uh, had to time it so that from the start to the end of the rant, he would start wrapping and then be I done guess. by the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's difficult. I just, I, I like that she basically gets demoted for ending the situation without any death. Yes. Right. The only death was a plate glass window that they shot yep. through. They did. Yep. Okay. Um, but yeah, he gets so chewed out and it's just like, I mean, all, I mean, other than it's, it's, it's the wrong kind of situation, almost like an instant level of, I'm going to fucking murder you with paperwork and you're never going to work in this, you know, country never again. work in this town again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, different time zones, like yeah. area codes, whatever. Like you're, he goes like fucking... bureau, city, yeah. time zone, zip code, all the, no. But yeah, he's just like, you're off the force. And then it's like, cut to, she's getting on a plane. And, and she never says anything to him. No. There's no dig, no nothing. It's like at that point, just, he's already said, I'm going to do anything I can to make your life miserable. So right. why not tell him to fuck off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not call him impotent? Yeah. Just do something that's going to hurt his psyche a little bit. Yeah. Just tell him to put his tiny penis away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, you're, yeah, nobody could find your murder boner. <laughs> so I just I went and took it away for you. <laughs> yes. I don't know how you'll finish tonight or for the rest of your life. Nope. But see ya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then she's just boarding a plane and that's where we'll be for the rest of the movie. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, She's just getting on a plane to get to Washington to get chewed out by people. Mm-hmm. Um, and have a desk job. Yeah. And she... Which is always any agent's worst nightmare, apparently, is... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Getting a desk job. Sitting at a desk. And right off the bat, she goes to her seat. There's a fat dude sitting in her seat, which she's like, please get out of my seat. And he's like, oh, I'm already, I'm already buckled in. Just sit in the middle seat. All the seats are the same. Yeah. Sit in that seat. Well, yeah. He does he, Well, he does, it, he does the shittiest thing. He's like, no, that's cool. Yeah. No, it's cool. I'll... I'll yeah, no, I'm, I'm good here. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and yeah. she's like, no, you're in my... 
fucking seat. Yeah, she goes off on him a little bit, and then the flight attendant comes over and is like, uh, why don't you come with me, sir? We'll get you free things. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, she offers him a free beverage, and he goes, I'll take a free meal. Free meal. Or a seatbelt extender. She was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I do like that they cut her off when she's telling him off. She's like, I will rip that fucking cat shirt right <laughs> off your ginger. And that's when they cut her yeah. off. Yeah. So Gin- ginger was the was going too far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But flight attendant takes her up to first class and is like, hey, maybe you'd be more comfortable up here. You you, you did what I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got balls. So she gets sit next to this dude who's sit like. Here next to Euro trash. Yeah. Man. Well, like. Because I mean, he comes off as fake British man, yeah, right. like like a guy that would just fake a British accent all the time to sound smarter, yeah, like yes. Madonna. Now, <laughs> now it should be noted, like <laughs> they've been showing us some of the occupants of this plane, where it's like, yep, obvious terrorist, yep, obvious terrorist. Oh look, Chuck Liddell, mm-hmm. obvious, obvious terrorist. terrorist. <laughs> and then you know, <laughs> you know, and 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 then when she gets to this guy, we were all like, because he's like, hello, my name's Terry, and I was like, Terrierist, Terrierist, yeah. yeah. Like you're um, so the head of this terrorist yeah, I, organization. I mean, dude. that's what I was thinking because he's just being nice and flirty and all this stuff. And then we quickly learned that's not really the case because he's just sitting there flirting with her. Like, why don't you just come with me to Paris instead of going getting chewed out and having a desk job? You know, we could just stay on this plane and go to Paris. Yeah. And then Dolph gets this weird slow mo fo- like fo- pull focus entrance thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where he just like you know this guy goes into like a death glare of like oh my god. You know, as soon as he sees Dolph. It's Dolph Lundgren. And I, and I think this was after, like, he saw his ex-girlfriend as the flight attendant. Like, I think he saw her first. Cause, he, like, he, he was saw like, her, but we didn't know that's who she was. Because he was like, oh, wow, why is she here? And then when Dolph comes in, he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, because he's basically like, it's never easy, is it? And she's like, what? And he's like, ah, nothing. I, hmm. I, I, I gotta go. Yeah. So you're kind of thinking, well, okay, Dolph's the f- air marshal. Right. And this guy's the shit terrorist man. But how would he know? Or I mean, I, I don't know. He's dealt with this air marshal before. It's probably easier just let me like we'll still kind of go plot by point by point. But might no as well more just points left. There's not many more <laughs> points left. But like this, yeah. Dude, but we wouldn't know that Dolph is the the air marshal because we've already known who the air marshal is. Right. Yeah. She, she, she makes she, the air marshal. Right. Well, like immediately. Maybe there's two air marshals. They also falsely point out like three terrorists who aren't terrorists. Yeah. That's true. Well, yeah. <laughs> but in a nutshell, what what is going on? Because the movie will sl- like take its time explaining this. He, the fake British dude, used to run with this crew that was head headed by Dolph, and I guess he kind of like double crossed them because they kind of double crossed him at some point in time, mm-hmm. and now they're basically all on, all on this plane to get him. And he's like, "Hey." Uh, you know, you're like a federal agent and stuff. Like that doesn't pay very well, right? Like, but you're you're trained, right? He's like, what if I gave you like fifty million dollars to make sure I get off this plane safely? And she's like, what? Like, no. What yeah. the hell are you talking about? And she's she's like, basically like, shut your mouth. Yeah. I'm getting up. When I come back, your mouth is going to stay shut. Yeah. We'll you're pretend, not going to say another. We'll, we'll pretend this never word. happened. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, because I mean, they had been getting along all right up to that point. Sure. I mean, she had been nice enough to him. She should have punched him in the face in the first 30 seconds, and he should have been unconscious the entire flight. But instead, she humored him throughout his bullshit, fake Mm -hmm. British nonsense of just like, so, want to go to Paris with me? Blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. And she's like, whoa, what? Slow down. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, she's like, no, we're we're done here. Mm -hmm. She's like, when I come back, we're we're done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and he's like, well, don't go. You can't go to the the flight deck. They'll they'll be in on it. Mm hmm. 
Yeah. But yeah, she just ends up going to the back, basically, right? I think she goes to the bathroom for a bit or something like that. She does like, go to the bathroom for a bit. Because um, it's, it's confusing because like, there's a shot of like her going in the bathroom and then... Stewardess comes up the, and listens to the door. Like, like the real flight attendant, not the not the one who's part of the organization, comes yeah. up and is like knocking on the door like, you okay in there? Yeah. And and it's like it, and it's weird because you think because we've just seen Denise Richards in her bathroom. It's one of many poor filmmaking things they do in this. It's not her at all. Like the door opens. I don't even know who was in there because someone just grabs her and like yoinks her into the bathroom and you hear like clunk and then, you know, body fall. To oh, the it's floor. it's long hair terrorist. OK. Man. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, oh, OK, so the real flight attendant's been knocked out. Also, it should be pointed out that even prior to takeoff, um, What's his name? Jonathan Jer- Lipnicki. Yeah, Jonathan Lipnicki. The uh, Jerry <laughs> Lipnicki. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know what. Wait, Wiki? You said Limp Dicky. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, shoe fits. I don't know. Oh, sir, you're a fine young man. I don't know anything about him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I've never seen the man unclothed. <laughs> yeah, he, he, is a, he is another flight attendant, and they do... <laughs> if, if there is... One thing in this movie that is almost <laughs> clever, almost like circling mm-hmm. the the runway of clever. Uh-huh. It's, yeah. it's that it's in it, the same area. Kay. Yeah. Like he's doing. Remember, like there was a thing where like uh, Virgin and JetBlue and all this were like, what if we jazz up the you know safety announcements and yeah. stuff and, you know, have a fun video where like, you know, there's dancing and stuff. But it was all in the video, you right. know, like it was just like, you know. But he's he, he didn't get that memo. He's Rocky Horror <laughs> Picture showing it through the aisles yes. and dancing. Through, and the only thing that makes it funny is that he is super into it and dancing through the aisles and like doing seatbelts and flotation it's devices, like all air this humping shit. things. Yeah, and, and then like, but everyone is just like, <sighs> everyone is so like not horrified, but just irritated as shit, yeah, which just, is like I the just, most realistic thing in this movie. Yeah, I just want to sleep. Yeah. Like fuck off. Everyone is just. Dear God, like we're taking we're taking off at nine o'clock at night in L.A. and flying to D.C. This is literally a red eye. Like, fuck off. Don't thrust at me. Get away from me. (laughs) But yeah. And then that's over. And we're like, oh, okay, so Jerry Maguire kid. And then like he's like they literally like they just literally murder him. Like no frills. Just like I think it's I think it's evil flight attendant. lady just grabs him and does the old like, you know, neck snap and then stuff him in a compartment. Yep. So. For some reason, they let the one flight attendant live. Mm-hmm. They just knocked her out and put her in a bathroom. And they mur- had to murder him, I guess, because they didn't like his show. <laughs> they needed his clothes. I don't know. I don't know. They di- Yes. So there's, there's, they say they needed his clothes. There's no rhyme or reason for anything. Yeah. No. Yeah. They, they, they put this tiny boy's clothes on Chuck Liddell. <laughs> yeah. And the other lady, I believe the, other, the long-haired guy is wearing her clothes. Correct. Yes. They took her clothes as well. Okay. Because he had like the little... Mascot thing going yep. on, yeah, mm-hmm. neckerchief deal. Yep. Okay. But yeah, and then they just they figure they figure out a way. They send um you know Fembot e- evil flight attendant lady up to open up the cockpit, which are like a little lady, and then you know murder the two pilots. Yep. So she's wearing a really bad wig, by the way. She is. And luckily, we are relieved of it at this moment. Yeah, because she's, she's like, oh, it is a slow mo reveal of like, oh, sexy she was reveal. wearing a wig. Holy shit! It's like, yeah. Oh my god, she's actually a blonde. <laughs> it's like uh, we we know. Yeah. Like, literally, just draped a cat on her head <laughs> and peeled it off. I I think they was this a 2017 movie? Yes, it okay. was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say if it's a 2018 movie, they literally just went into Spirit Halloween and bought the last black wig. <laughs> 
that was on sale for 99 cents. Yeah. I mean, it's I think those, those have been around for other years, the Spirit Halloween. Yes. Yeah, yes. they aren't new. But I was going to make it timely, but... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. no, it's 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 awful. Spirit, awful. Spirit Airlines. It sure is. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, so she's... Basically, all the, the entire flight crew is murdered now at this point, or one, one of them's knocked out One's in the bathroom. One's not for some reason. Yeah, for some reason that's like, nope, spare her because she's hot or something. I don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like... And then this plan involves Dolph is like the guy who's going to fly the plane. So like the guy you, you would pay admission to see in this movie is literally sitting in a cockpit by himself for 90% of this movie. He was on set for half a day yeah. and yeah. all that cockpit stuff. He was acting minutes. against nobody. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. There, there are only like two or three shots where the other people are in the scene with him. Right. Yeah. And it's usually just like evil Finbot lady and, the um, fake British dude. Those are like the only people that go in the cockpit with him. He's like the only one he, I think, has any scenes with is those two. Mm-hmm. I don't think he, he and Denise Richards ever share, like, are on screen at the same time. No. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Like, it's implied that they can see each other from yep. that one shot, but they're never, like, on the same screen at the same time. Yep. But So this starts, uh, they have to look for a thing. We don't know what the thing is, but they have to look for it. Mm-hmm. So they're just very slowly poking around the plane looking for something yeah they haven't like gone full terrorist yet they're just like we have control of the plane but we're just gonna like walk they're, around and- so Dolph gets on the radio mm-hmm. and is because Dolph like d- crashes this like drops 20,000 feet mm-hmm. and then he's just like whoa sorry everybody I was pilot doing things and anyway the flight crew's gonna come around and poke at you so just hang tight and we'll you know something will happen and then that's when Liddell and what's his nuts show up in their comically stupid air flight attendant outfits mm-hmm. with gas masks on. Yeah. Like like biohazard gas masks. Right. And they're just mm-hmm. not yeah, but saying they're more anything. like the ones you'd get from Lowe's. Like when you're doing yeah. like some really like you're, you're going to be cutting acrylic with a saw. <laughs> and you don't want to breathe <laughs> that po- shit the in. Point is, is like the air, the low pressure masks have dropped. Mm-hmm. They've got those on. Those do nothing like yeah. in, in terms of pressure, you know. Like who the fuck knows? I'm saying like you know you, whole, you would need oxygen or yeah. something like. Yeah, they went to like Cyber Goth Rave Supply Store for these because they're like black and yellow. Right. Yeah, black they and look yellow, black and yellow. Yeah, they look super cheap. But it's just it's just all of them poking around, and Terry in during this chaos has managed to hide, and no mm-hmm. one can find him, even though there's only 18 rows on this plane. Yeah. And the the main terrorist girl is unable to walk past the first six rows like she will intimidate the shit out of everyone in the first six rows and then stop and just go. Y'all better fucking find him and yeah, then just turn around and go back. Mm-hmm. It is very much like th- this plane's geometry works on camera angles. Yeah, because it, we've all been on a real plane. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's nowhere to go or there's you can't. There's nowhere to hide on a plane. No. Like, like the, right. That's why I have, you can they barely have to just, get knee room anywhere. Yeah. That's why they have to angrily just stop looking and get mad at everybody else. Because if they just keep walking another two rows, they'll see him hiding behind a seat, yeah. which is where he is. Yeah. They just stop doing it. Yeah. The, the other point is like when the when the drop happens, like eventually guns come out because there is an air marshal that as we said denise richards made because he mm-hmm. didn't know how to properly conceal his gun yeah um and fake goth girl tried to poison him right which he just yeah he, cause, well it was like you know would you like something to drink it's like no i'm good it's like sir it's a long flight no i'm I'm fine it's like we're not coming back around for a while he's like 
Fine. Give yeah, me a ginger ale. You just said that with more inflection than she does. I, well, yeah. I, know, I know. But yeah. do you want a beverage? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yes, so he didn't drink it. He didn't drink it. And at some point, like he's like, oh, now's my chance. Because Denise Richards came up and gave him some some warning ahead of time. Like yeah. the, the plane is getting hijacked. Like we need to go check on the cockpit. And well, stuff. she found Jerry Maguire stuffed right. in a thing. <laughs> well, it's not Jerry Maguire. Though. I know. <laughs> but yes. I'm just going to call him that. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's the littlest vampire. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's right. So the human she, head now weighs eight pounds because he's full grown. She sits down and just says, I think the plane's being hijacked. And he's like, what? Really? And he's like, she's like, yeah. Um, no one's made any demands or anything, but I think it's probably happening. Some things are suspect. And he's like, what? Really? How do you know? And she's like, I, well, I found I found a dead flight attendant. It's like, fucking open with that. Like, a flight attendant has yeah. been murdered and stuffed in a bin. You need to get your ass up. But he's just, he's like, yeah, but um, this is my first, you know, this is my third flight. And third, third solo flight. Third yeah. solo. And she's just like, fucking hell. Just get up and do something. And then... His role in the rest of the movie, fuck all if I understand it. He's he, he, At first, he's just an air marshal, and, and things happen, and he loses his gun. He drops his gun under a seat. Yeah. And then, like, so he's just kind of hiding, because they're like, we've got to find the fucking air marshal. Because she gets all, you know, that burned into her for a little bit. She's like, where is the guy that was sitting in the seat? Because he's... He's, he's this, two rows yeah, back, just ducked ducking. behind a seat, but she won't walk past the I, first six rows. I do like that she's looking at a manifest, mm-hmm. like, of seats. Despite the fact that there has been fucking chaos, like yeah. like like right before this, everyone flew forward, yeah. in the everyone cabin, forward, and then all back, there like were, a bit, just a big popcorn there thing. There were people <laughs> fighting over a gun. I mean, it was like chaos. None of those people should be in their assigned seats. No, no. and 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 none of this makes any sense because like now there are guns out. Like she's just walking around with a gun, yeah, and never and nobody's panicking correctly not really not they're just like miss could i uh no yeah like, there's a gun like shut the fuck up yeah like, yeah excuse me are we gonna get beverages and i yeah. do yeah no. i do like that they they're taking people's masks off to try and locate whoever yes she's there's like take like, your like, mask like, yeah and there's like a guy holding a little baby like take that baby's mask off it's like yeah, he, he suddenly disguised himself yep. as a fucking child. <laughs> I think it was his wife. She was just, she was just tiny. It was, she, was she was a tiny was, wife, not no. a big air marshal no, dude. I'm saying that like, man um, should not be allowed to marry a baby. That's no, she was like illegal. There ought to be a law It was a full-size human. No, it was she not. Was like it laying, was a baby. She was laying down in the seats across his lap. It was a human. <laughs> but like still, a full-size human. The point stands that there's no way that you could... It obviously was an air marshal dude. It was not Peter. Right. So clearly it was not that guy. Guy. Yeah. I yes, I'm not arguing that. It just wasn't a baby. That's all. Yeah. I also like though that okay, so everyone has guns out. It's obvious that they're terrorists. Dolph for the rest of the movie maintains that he's the actual pilot yep. and is just saying random calming shit to the people. It's just like, well, you know, we're gonna have some turbulences here happening. And <laughs> all right, I almost think they didn't think they could get him. Yeah. And then when they yeah. had him, they're like, oh shit, we got to write some stuff for Dolph to say. Right. There, there is another thing that should have been a point, a, a plot point in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the actual pilots, when they were first taking off, the other weird thing is there is one air traffic controller that is the only one dealing with any of this shit. Yes. Like he's been he on seems, this. Like he seems calm as shit. He's right. like, yeah. uh, everything all right? Yeah, you just drop like 15,000 feet. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. Also, you're not right. the same pilot I was rolling my Ex- eyes at Exactly. Because <laughs> like they have a conversation about like, oh, this lady came up to the cockpit and took her top off and yeah, they just sticking. You know, like, <laughs> and it's just going to like, you're at altitude 709. <laughs> ah, assholes. Yeah. So he's like, clearly knows what the fucking captain is like because he's just talking to him. So then when Dolph comes on, it's like, 
there's a point where like he for half a second it's like he goes like well that's not right that's not the captain i was talking to yeah never fucking comes up no like yeah he kind of yeah. sits back in his despite chair despite like, all of these weird fucking flight things yeah. happening yeah and they're in the front of the guy now talks like this you know like, yeah <laughs> it's like okay yeah and he just casually explained away a twenty thousand foot drop right <laughs> Where we had like, well, hydraulic problems. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. Let's see where, how this plays out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds right. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it is just skip the entire second fucking act because it is just them running around. The only thing important is that eventually they do find a place to hide because they find the compartment that has the human like ladder down to the cargo hold. Yes. So they get to hang out in the cargo hold for a while. And their point is, is like, not only is it a place to hide, but... Denise Richards is like, you know, my clearance got downgraded, so my my service gun is in my luggage. If we can find my bag, mm-hmm. I'll have a gun. Yep. So they're digging around looking for a bag, and then just stop they and just have a conversation, have about, a flirty chat. Yeah, where he's like, "Well, so tell me about this," and she's like, "I need to know, like, what's in the bag, like whatever." You know, I I think that's after she gets the gun, she like demands. To oh know. no, she doesn't get the gun until the terrorists have come in. Right, yeah. but I, I think well, okay, so like Chuck Liddell and the other dude, like, granted, there are. There's Dol- there's four people. There's Dolph, there's not Golf Girl, and then there's Chuck Liddell and Long Hair Guy. Right? <laughs> Which, yep. That's my it's a great band. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so, that's the band when you don't know any of the band's names and you're right. just like, uh Yeah. So like Chuck Liddell and, and Long Hair Guy, they have like a little bit of banter where it's like, I guess they're supposed to have character or something, mm-hmm. but um here's the other weird thing is like Chuck Liddell throughout this entire movie just gets his ass kicked mostly by denise richards and or skinny not british dude Mm -hmm. because it's like he is a worthless piece of shit in this movie i'm just saying like why do you why would you hire a guy that like everyone on this planet knows can actually fight he also apparently cannot throw stunt punches though because they cut away every time he even starts he starts to swing so far over someone's head Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like, what are you doing? And then they just cut away to something else. And it's, if I got any closer, they charge me with attempted murder. <laughs> I don't know, but like they they go downstairs or down to the cargo hold to like you know find them because it's like, oh well, there's a hatch. That's obviously where obviously they went. where they are because yeah. we searched the rest of this tiny. Yeah. Plane. And so they come down there and just basically get their asses kicked. And Denise Richards finally finds her gun. Yeah. Finally gets a bag in the in the chamber. You know, bullet in the chamber shoots them. And it's like, they're dead. And then she's just like, I still got the gun on fake British dude. Is like, I need to know what the hell are we protecting here? Mm-hmm. So he digs out this biohazard bullshit thing that's got diamonds sure. in it. The quietest gunshots I've ever heard on film. I wasn't and, quite sure if a gun had been fired. <laughs> and nobody heard those. Yes. Right. Correct. Even though they're like under the plane, they're under the passengers where, yes. you know, you would hear some noise. Yes. I would, uh, I would assume. But those those gunshots were like, right? <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> it was like a child's fart. <laughs> they were they were trank darts. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, he digs so, through this biohazard bucket and pulls out an envelope uh, that it, the camera gets to peek into. Like they they won't even reach in and pull out a hand of. Oh no, because mm-hmm. you don't want to. You don't want these on film. Yeah, because these are like hot topic crystals. They are just. The plastic garbage that you get out of a 25 cent machine at the grocery store, three of them in a manila envelope. Yeah, they're millions and billion. I'm sorry. They're, I think, a billion dollars worth of diamonds. He says sure. they're 10 figure diamonds. Yes. How knows? Nine <laughs> is a billion. So Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Tens of billions of dollars of diamonds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's what this movie's about. 
they are never really mentioned again. It's just they're in a briefcase and that briefcase is just going to be flung around this plane forever until it magically shows up exactly where it needs to be in the finale. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's that's what they're there for. Yes. Some diamonds. Diamonds. Apparently um, they all were they were all part of a gang and he was a con man and he did all the smooth talking. And mm-hmm. then he was like, you know what? I'm taking these diamonds. Well, some, there was something about they stabbed him. Like, literally in sure. the front? They did. They stabbed, like, they in, stabbed the me in the back. He goes, well, actually, in the front. Because look, and, like, check out my sort of abs and a knife wound. They... <laughs> Wait, no. A couple times... <laughs> no. His no-pack. <laughs> <laughs> they, a couple times, kind of try to tell the backstory to it. Mm-hmm. But they seem to have not written it. Because right. they don't mm-hmm. actually tell you what happened. Right. No. They just kind of identify the the placement of the characters but keep in mind the the, yeah, the number of terrorists uh-huh. have have been halved halfway through the movie yes mm-hmm. to um, where it is just dolph who is locked in the right fl- he's in the lock <laughs> in the cockpit and goth girl mm-hmm. yeah because because mm-hmm. dolph it's getting to the point where it's just like is he gonna have a face turn by the end of this movie because it's just like he's so ambivalent towards everything that's happening yeah. he's sort of good-natured about it all mm-hmm. but then I mean, I'm just going to get through the rest of this stupid plot. Right. So at a certain point, like there's more running around, like, where are you? And then the, the well, air marshal turns at a certain point because like, well, apparently he was a plant all along by this dude to protect him. He walks, he's down in the cargo hold. Yeah. Be- right. Because what happens is the two, he and De- Denise Richards and him are still down there. Right. And they're like, okay, well we need something to happen. So yeah. Dolph decides <laughs> to just fly into a storm for no reason. Yes. Well, d- yeah. And then during and then after that, like and that gets Denise Richards kind of like pinned. No, no. That, that, so. All right. So. Um, OK. Air, yeah. Air Marshal dude found yeah. his gun, got goth girl at, at gunpoint and was like, take me to the cockpit, make him open the open the door. Mm-hmm. And so like they get up to the camera or whatever. And, and she's like, you know what to do. And he sort of rolls the plane like mm-hmm. enough to jostle every round he one around banks it for half a second yeah which she yeah. gets the you know gets the drop back on him and it's just like what is he paying you we'll double it or something like that and mm-hmm. so like denise richards is pen and uh fake british dude's like well i i'll go get help or something he's just like leaves her well yeah but he leaves her because the other because the air marshal comes down Right, but Air Marshal never sees her. Like he, he just yeah. he he basically tells the story. He's like, "Oh yeah, Chuck Liddell and Longhair like took care of her." Sorry, you know, um, and so like there's a you know heel turn for the Air Marshal dude who was already a heel. It's like a double heel turn, mm-hmm. um, because yeah. like he was already like on his bank payroll or something like that, and then it's like, nope, Goth Girl got the drop on him. Now so they take him up to the cockpit, him. and it's like you know it's just like menacing, like you know a lot of Dolph like were the diamonds and. <laughs> 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 and I don't know, like quasi backstory bullshit. And then Denise Richards just finally rests herself free mm-hmm. um, from this because she couldn't get out on her own earlier, but she just finally does. And then in the meantime, they well, Dolph lands the plane. Yeah, they land the plane like they have a fire runway yeah. just somewhere in like the mountains slash woods. They have just blazed a runway on, on this flat surface. Apparently, as we said, the like the fast six level of of runway yes because they, they 29 football fields they land the plane because like fake british dude is basically now like 
you know, what's the deal? How are you going to get away from this? Like, you haven't planned any of these out. He's like, well, you ever have. It's yeah, like, you know, it's out. like we're on the ground here. It's like, <laughs> I've got some mechanics out there replacing the black box that's going to, like, tell a whole different story. We're going to crash the plane and all the bodies are going to be accounted for because we're going to murder everyone on this plane. Mm-hmm. And we have extra bodies with identification for us. And uh, so we're set. Know. You know, they'll never know. <laughs> and he's yep. like, wow, that's such a good plan. You really are smart. Um, and <laughs> so, the, like, the mechanic dudes who just... I don't. We never saw their face. They just walked in like full face coverings. Yeah, but which, all the tats are out, which, which is, is just... weird. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like let's. I mean, like full like ninja masks, mm-hmm. uh, but like sleeveless shirts yeah. in this fucking snow. Yep. With like unique tattoos that everyone go like, well, look like this. I had Ace of Spades on her shoulder. <laughs> but I guess like they've just planned for everyone to be dead. But these guys come in, do their thing in like five ten minutes, and then are, leave the plane. And they don't leave the plane. They're just like, we're gonna take off the plane now and 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 crash it with all the people. Well, Denise they, Richards fights one of them. Yeah, fights one of well, I think she kills both of those dudes, um, or whatever she does. I believe she she releases sure. the the not uh, the flight attendant who didn't get murdered, uh-huh. and like while the plane is taxiing, their plan is we're going <laughs> to open up the rear door, throw out the emergency <laughs> slide, and just one by one start car- carting people off this plane. <laughs> It is at this point that I would like to bring up a fact that one of the people said earlier in th- this movie. Uh-huh. There are 200 people on this airplane. Sure. That's what they say. There are actually like 12. Yes. There, there's like a score. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps one score. One score. Um, yep. But, but yeah, there are 200 people on this airplane that they are going to hustle out. No. Yeah. Afraid when not. they show them all lined up, it's <laughs> maybe 14 at the outside. Maybe yeah. that. But yeah. It was at this point that Mackie had a very proud moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I, I looked at it and put myself in character and said, you got to be fucking kidding me. Because, then, I mean, because this is a plane going near takeoff yeah, speed. Yeah, it's I, going super yeah. fast. And the, the just the well, actually floppy emergency thing yeah, is hanging out. And I said, are you fucking kidding? And the first guy who walks up to the thing looks at it and goes, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Not to mention the runway is still literally on fire. Yeah, right. so they're they're being pushed out of this plane at 200 miles an hour to land in, well, yeah. in a row of fire. Takeoff yeah. speed of a 737, 150 miles an hour. Okay, way no. too fucking fast yeah. for me yeah. to jump out of it. I mean, yes. let's go. I'm going to go with 40. 40 to 50, 40 you're going to die. Fast. Yes. 40, you'll probably survive. It's going to hurt a lot. 50 and above, you're probably dead. Yeah. If my life is on the line, I might do 60 to 80. I might. Your life is no longer on the line. Your life is just over. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, either my life is well, forfeit that, or... That's just a crapshoot. I have a you know. really good story, right? <laughs> yeah. If I, if I get to live, you know, in a cast for the rest of my life, whatever. Here's the most important detail about all this, though. And if you use the metric system, it's like 150. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. The most important detail is that we never see any of those people again. Oh, no, no, they probably we, no, did die. No, no, we, oh, we yeah. see flight attendant do a combat role and then just like look up like, well, plane's taken yeah. off. Yeah, but the other 200 people, well, yeah. they dead. They're, they're dead. <laughs> well, yeah. There is a trail of mangled flesh behind. I, I assume yeah, the end burning. of the movie is like, she's fine and like the rest of it's like alive. <laughs> yes. She just, well, there's fire, so yeah. she could cook it. Yeah. <laughs> just immediately starts God. eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. Is there in the middle of fucking nowhere? Yeah. Like they're in... 
they're what in I assume are the Rockies, some flat part mountains. of the Rockies. <laughs> yeah, they're they're in the Himalayas in in Colorado. Yes. Right, Kalalayas. Yes. Um, Still with the same Kalalea, air traffic Kalalea. controller, <laughs> sure, <laughs> who's working at LAX or wherever he is, mm-hmm. <laughs> who's been with them the whole way. Yeah, well, they're, like, oh, they're, they're, they're lax about their hours. Oh, I see. Yes, yeah. that does mm. make sense. Yeah, I believe that like LA Center would cover could cover to the Rockies, okay. perhaps. Fine. I mean, no, because there's a lot of fucking planes there. That one guy's very busy. I I don't I don't mean just one person. I mean, L.A. like, okay, Okay. you know, fair enough. So now, okay, so there's five people left on the plane. Mm -hmm. Denise Richards, goth terrorist girl, Dolph, Terry, and somehow the air marshal marshal who has face turned, heel turned 16 times is back. Mm -hmm. He was still he found he went back to his hiding spot and pops out again. Yep. But so, okay, they're, they're taking off. They have taken off. Yeah, they're like, climbing. They are, they're go- just basically going straight up. Mm-hmm. They're going to fucking space. Mm-hmm. And so this is it's Denise like Richards. Two. Yes. <laughs> Denise Richards is pretending to climb through the rows to get up to the cockpit. Mm-hmm. And that's when. Because the rear door is still wide open. Just, actually, I think it's actually blown off at this point. Yes. Yeah. And, uh,. Uh, Air Marshal dude pops out from behind a seat and he's like, hey, stop. How much did, did Terry offer you? Ten million dollars. Yeah. He's like, she's no. And he's like, what, 20? And she's like, more like 50. Higher. Yeah. And he's like, son of a bitch. Right. And then it's around this time that the beverage cart comes loose and rolls down the aisle and she's like, whoo. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And it knocks him into the wall. Mm-hmm. I do want to point out that I appreciate that she does a callback to earlier in the movie when she first spotted him. Where he was reading a magazine called Mega Yachts Monthly. Mega Yachts Monthly. And she's just like, you were supposed to serve and protect. You're yeah. a piece of shit. Mega Yachts Monthly? Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I was going to buy a yacht. <laughs> I was going to get I this. like boats. Yeah. You, I, why are you being mean to me? <laughs> I just wanted my money. <laughs> he, he is the toughest looking worthless man I've ever oh, yeah. seen. <laughs> Like, you look at him and go, yeah, that's the air marshal. And then he's just like, well, golly gee, I don't yeah. know what to do. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Point of Wait, order, that beverage cart would have killed him. It should have. To death. Yeah. It oh, should yeah. have squashed his head. Yep. But no, he's... The- I think it just got knocked him out and then he flew out the window, right? He does. Oh, no, no, she, no. He's still More fighting drama. with her and she's slipping back on the oh. on different seats. And she ends up kicking him a bunch of times until he finally gets knocked out of the plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't say anything. No. no, no. But Not there's a, a word. long ass shot of her watching him fall out of the plane. And she doesn't say shit. Nope. <sighs> it's not until the next one. Have a nice flight. And or, good. you know, buckle up. Anything. Buckle up. <laughs> get off my plane. <laughs> I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on this <laughs> Monday mother- to Friday Monday to plane. Friday plane. <laughs> PC and you, Marshall. Yeah, anything, but no, nothing. Yeah, but yeah, she gets up to the front she and makes like, her climb. Uh, goth girl is like coming out of the cockpit with a umbrella or a umbrella a <laughs> yes. parachute. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she's, she's gonna. Yes. Yes. She's gonna she's marry Tom and John. Right <laughs> Fuck. Um, Sorry, Lord. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. Yeah, obviously. That would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and at the at the same point, Terry, motherfuckers. At about the same time, Terry Chip has freed Chip himself Chip. from his bonds once again. Yes. Yeah. And is able to kind of get the drop on Dolph. There's and- a loose fire extinguisher in the cockpit that yeah. he just picks up and rams Dolph in the head. And Dolph's like, "Oh hell no." And starts beating the fuck out of Terry. Meanwhile, the plane is just doing whatever it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so there's two simultaneously poorly filmed fights happening. Dolph's yeah. fight's better than Denise Richards' fight because yeah. they just go into the initial it, though, wrestling <laughs> grapple position and just push each other back and forth. 
Yep. And then it's yeah. funny because the camera pulls out and you see that one door is just wide open. Mm-hmm. And they're just fine. They should have both been sucked out immediately. immediately. <laughs> mm, actually blown up. But, <laughs> but they keep fighting over the, by the other Flat door. Space. Like the point of the scene is going to be, oh, man, someone's going to open that door. And yeah. it's just like, no, that won't fucking matter. No. It, and Denise Richards gets like basically knocked out the out the door almost. Yeah, except she's, she's holding one of the handles for one of the. Oh, yeah, she, she's all the way out, like hanging on with one one arm. Yep. And then they magically switch places. Somehow, Goth I, Girl gets out further than Denise yeah, Richards Goth Girl's is. Yeah, about to throw her out. And yeah. then, she was trying to peel or like peel her fingers off, like mm-hmm. you know the I'll get you if you can't hang on. You'll just yep. go the rest of the way. And all of a sudden, it's like, wait, they're in exactly the opposite spots. Yeah. And then she kicks her hand. She goes flying out really badly. CG gets cut in half by the wing as it as she flies by it. Yeah. And this and- is when she does bother to say, "You need to adjust your altitude, bitch." <laughs> hey, at least she got cut in half. Yeah. By a plane wing. Sure. In a better it's movie, that would be great. Wettest yeah. fart of a line delivery. Yeah. It's. Yep. 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 And then and, Dolph and, just gets knocked out by the fire extinguisher. Fake British who comes out all fully, like, you know, parachuted, parachuted up, like ready to up. go. <laughs> yeah, he's all Mary Poppins and um, Chim Chim Tree uh-huh. and uh, comes out and she's like, we lost the other parachute. And he's like, any excuse because like he's been weirdly flirting with her he's basically just like hop on yeah and she's like hell yeah ride and then my, just ride my disco stick and she's just like oh wait the briefcase full of the diamonds yeah. and she grabs that and he's like oh yeah good thinking and then they just go whoop and jump out of the plane <laughs> and then they hang there in the air for 25 <laughs> minutes yeah. while they watch the plane like hang there in the same spot in the air <laughs> While they watch the plane fly into a mountain. Dolph wakes up just long enough to look at the mountain and go, ah, shit. For five minutes. Yeah. He and looks then, at that fucking mountain and for five minutes. And then he just minutes. kind of skulks. He just kind of is just like, man, fuck everything. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the plane slow-mo crashes into the mountain. Well, if, if I die, he dies. <laughs> so there's this slow-motion CG explosion on the mountain and just these two people hanging on a hook in a studio somewhere, not moving, not a hair wind on either of their heads, touching, and they are just like hanging there, like, well, yeah, how about Paris and d- stuff? Let's now? go to Paris yeah. and things. They got diamonds and stuff now. I, I the whole time I was imagining the the top secret parachute thing. Yes, like because like we're just having a conversation <laughs> and like they're like what? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> changing position in the sky. Uh, but yeah, it just it just basically down. like ends on them hanging there in midair, and then yeah, we don't even know if they ever d- descended. The <laughs> <laughs> it could just be like some weird Rocky Mountain updraft. <laughs> yeah. Just, also, they're, getting they're over, over nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna die in that yes, forest they whenever they land. They're gonna die on the side of that yeah, mountain. Th- there's a whole other movie there that we don't yeah. see. Fight the bear with diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bear! <laughs> Shine a light through the diamond and blind cubic, the bear. Cubic bear conium. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Cubic furconium. Oh, furconium. Yeah. yeah, there you go. It's much better. Idiot. Much better. Yeah. But no ancillary awards. No ensign. No, no star no, None of that anything. stuff. This is no, not the that music. Type of the movie. music is terrible. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it, barely used. I mean, which I'm. I don't know if I'm like wanted more music, but they use it during the quote unquote fight scenes, and it just does not add anything to the already like, lackluster fight scenes. Yeah. It's like music. Generic as shit. It's just, hey, things are happening. They, you they should, did have you some Ride of the Valkyries at one point for yeah. no yeah, reason. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah. yeah. That was they when also, he was flying into the storm. Which mm-hmm. mi- uh, meant nothing. Nope. 
they also had like 90 seconds of, of some other classical piece of music. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, yes. I can't remember what it was, but it was. It's the piece of music they use in True Romance when Christopher Walken is going to murder Dennis Hopper. Yes. I don't know what that piece is called, but that's the piece that it is. I don't think I heard this in this movie, and I yeah, don't remember what that is from that. It's very early on before the terror oh, terror. I mean, that's when happens. I walked out of the room for a minute. It could have been, yeah. Uh, anyway, I'll go ahead and go. Okay. Um, first off, I'll start by saying four bags. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to try to explain a little bit why this is even worse than we probably made it sound. <laughs> um, so I think we, we made it sound awesome. Probably <laughs> it is not. We have, we have a habit of doing that. Probably better than it, and it is. And here, here's the thing: is like we 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 watch a lot of bad movies, and like all right, at this point in this time with this much money, because like this this movie, I mean, I know five million dollars. That's what it says on IMDb was the budget. I know that's not much in movie making terms these days, but it's more than a lot of other shit we've watched, like in the VHS era, like direct to video bullshit. Sure, you know, we we've just watched a lot of like ineptly made things on actual film now we have real cameras that pretty much <laughs> will focus and do everything and have low light mode this movie is flat flat as fuck the color schemes are flat as fuck the lighting scheme is flat as fuck there's no music throughout almost all of this movie there are moments that i think are supposed to be tension building that are I, it's un, it's indescribable how un, boring how boring the parts where it's like where you're waiting for something to happen and then it happens it's like oh this the <laughs> scene where they're where they're searching the cargo hold for her right where Chuck Liddell and long haired terrorist are searching the cargo hold like she's just sitting there mm-hmm. well, she's like reaching over for a gun reaching it's like, for a gun uh, there's no no, no tense no music. noise yeah just like. The sounds of two men chucking things around and her reaching in a bag. Yeah. She's like, hang on, almost there. I almost got it. It's, I, mm, uh, I, I, mm, okay, I got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. I oh, forgot the magazine. Uh, okay. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks. All right. Thanks. You can All stop. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's just, that's the best way I can describe it. This movie is so unbelievably flat. And then on top of that, it's, I don't understand what it is. I don't know where this was filmed. I don't give a fuck if it was one of the Bulgarian movies or whatever. But there's something about all of these movies, these direct-to-video, mostly shot in Bulgaria type things, where they just put some sort of stupid Instagram filter on the whole fucking movie. Where this thing just looks washed out and gray, like almost like polarized, but not. Yeah. And, And... Well, the plane has some weird lighting in it. That too, yeah. Some super stylized bluish gray light going on where it's just like no you wouldn't do that in a plane and the last point about the lighting good god man this person does not know how to light people like Dolph looks 20 years older than he is Mm -hmm. Denise Richards looks about 10 years older than she is and even the young goth girl who's kind of pretty they like when she first shows up I, I think it's because like I'm not saying I liked her with the the Halloween wig on better but I think it's the the dark hair framed her face better as soon as she had blonde hair all that stupid like flood fluorescent light thing was just bouncing off her face where everything looked craggly is the only way I can describe it and she's like 20 something you know it's like she's not craggly I mean you know like you know I, what I mean yeah I do I, I'm, it's, just, it's it's the most unflattering thing you could do to your actors this with this movie the lighting is bad. It's really bad. It's it's shockingly bad for 
I mean, look, I, I'm not trying to be mean. Like, Denise Richards is getting older, obviously. You she's know, 47. She's 47. I mean, but this movie does her zero favors. There are ways to light and yeah. make up people so that they look better. She looked jaundiced at points. I yeah. mean, like, you know, like it was weird. Yeah. The, the opening scenes, like when she was... The, the opening FBI stuff, she, you know, yeah. you're like, oh, she looks so, yeah, she, she looks pretty good. Yeah. And then she gets on that plane and it's like, she looks like a ghoul. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why are you lighting her from underneath? That mm-hmm. is the, like, God, it just, we, I think we've reached a point where no one has learned from anyone else how to do anything. And they just think like, turn on lights. Mm-hmm. And so no one knows exactly where to put them. They just think they need them. And that's what happened here. It was just like, we need lights. Yeah. And it's like, well, they look terrible. Ah, we can see them. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, I felt like the whole thing was like lit by like a makeup mirror. Just like one of those, like, <laughs> just flood the light, you know, flood it with well, fluorescent lights. It's it's a lot like the people who bought a camera and they go, I'm a photographer now. Yeah. And it's like, you are not. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, yeah. like, like the other thing I think is like maybe this thing, they just like they never white balanced because that's that could explain the filter look is that this was lit by like fucking fluorescent floods. And they were just like, <laughs> yeah, their default white balance. Go. Yeah, it's like so. That's why everything is that like Fight Club puke green thing going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, uh, it's just it's fucking bad. It's not five bags because it's like it's not it's not like something that like pained me from from a storytelling point. It's not like the Forbidden Zone thing where like this is just shitty all around. Like mm-hmm. fuck everything about this. This is just completely inept filmmaking on every level, and that's why it's so bad. Hmm. So it doesn't quite yeah. get to that anger zone of five for me. Yeah. The anger zone. I'm only at two bags. I didn't hate it as much as you guys, but yeah, it's it fails on so many levels, and especially just misusing Dolph, which which will always get me angry. That it's, deserves another bag. Yeah, give it another bag. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> yeah, it, it's just yeah, it's it's inept. It's poorly lit, and it's one of those things where it's like they wrote when they write the script they go there's supposed to be tension here like like, you know they're supposed to be okay oh she is he gonna find the gun under the seat as you know as they're walking around asking yelling at people about where's the man who was in the seat you know it's like that stuff's supposed to be tense but it's just when you when you don't know what you're doing it's not and it's dull and it just doesn't work and the timing and editing of so many scenes is just like kills any momentum that these scenes should have yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's yeah. It's just bad filmmaking. But to me, it's just it's it's not anything I'm gonna remember. So that's like like when you get in four or five bags territory, I'm like I'm gonna remember the pain of this one. I'm gonna fucking hate when anyone mentions that. And this one, somebody's gonna mention it and be like, was that the Denise Richards one with the fake British guy? Yeah. And Dolph just kind of sitting in a cockpit, humming to himself. <laughs> uh, maybe I remember that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's only two for me, but still bags. Trash. <laughs> I was sitting at two bags literally the whole time until the end when I decided to throw another bag in there and give it three. I was holding out hope that either in a good way or a hilariously bad way, the ending would at least do something I was interested in. And when it just becomes a weird, we're hanging on a hook in a studio somewhere golly gee where do we go from here womp womp you know and then it ends you're just like oh man really like there's not a single thing i can point to in this not a line not a, not in anything where i can go yeah someone took a shot there and did something 
It's just none of that. It's mm-hmm. just when I can call the line that your movie's yes. going to use at a certain scene. It's a first pass screenplay yeah. is what it is. Someone banged out all these things and it was just like, all right, we got to shoot it. Like I said, the, the closest is the making fun of the over enthusiastic, you know, flight instruction video thing. Yeah. But that's yes. like, I mean, that's like, okay, we tried. That's like the only thing I can say, like, okay, you tried something. Yeah. And it, it doesn't have, but the memorable part is not anything that he's doing. It's just the fact that people are right. actually reacting the way that people on an actual plane would, which is they are all, yeah. they're not angry. They're not, and there's not one person who's overjoyed, but it's just, they're all just like, please end this. I just want to be left alone. And that is the most realist. That is absolute reality right yeah, there. Like I've been on a plane before. Fuck off. Exactly. So I, I, I always go back to executive decision, especially with these kinds of movies. And that's, that's the mold. This movie is, is supposed to be in And executive decision is so good with the tension because things keep going wrong, but it all makes sense. And the stakes keep raising because everything makes sense as to why it's happening. In this movie, like I said earlier, the only reason there's tension is because characters are too lazy to keep walking through the cabin. Mm-hmm. That's fucking stupid. It's bad. It's just it's 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 not even it's not bad in a fun way. It is just we can, this scene will break if this character walks any farther than they've walked so far. And that's that's just lazy. That's bad. Yeah, I mean, so, this is like a normal like three by three plane, you know, yeah. like three three seats on either side. It's right. not even like they do that like the the movie thing where it's like this is a double decker, right? Exactly, like, two story like, plane. Like, just I'm so like, much space. Like, Has anyone ever actually been on one of those planes? Like in their life, <laughs> yeah. ever been on one where there's a fucking staircase to yeah. another level? No, no, no I haven't. No. I, I know they exist. Yeah, upstairs I, there's like a pool. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, like there's a bar up there and stuff. Yeah. Like you know, like well, what do you have? <laughs> fucking passenger cars. Like oh, go to the go to the yeah, diner car. I mean, we'll go to the it's, second story it's not even like it's that level of plane where it's like, well, there's plenty of places to hide. No, yeah, this no, it's two no, it's a regular. It's a regular like, yeah. like a seven thirty seven. Yeah. There's nowhere to go on that plane. Yep. So, yeah, three bags. Boo. I will also echo three bags. Although I may talk myself into four by the time I'm done with this. All right. Um, this is a forty eight hour film festival ass movie that was made with a lot of money and. A couple actors that you've heard of and a couple actors that some other people may have heard of. But it it feels like watching this movie and, and listening to you guys talk about it, I sort of came to the conclusion like four or five minutes ago. I was like, holy shit, everything is rushed. Everything is first pass. Everything is one shot or we don't have enough time to get coverage or we don't have time to block this out properly. We don't have time to revise the script because we wrote it and oh my god it sounds stupid when you say it out loud oh my god we don't have time to get 200 people together on an airplane oh my god we we only have time to like rent one section of an airplane to shoot this mm-hmm. you know there's it reeks of not enough time all the money but not enough time and um it's entirely possible that that's that that's what it was is they just had to basically make it in a weekend because they only had these people for you know they had Denise Richards for you know for two days of filming and they had Dolph for one day of filming and they just had to do whatever they could as fast as they could and then edit it but at the same time like it's also filmed amateurishly all the shots are 
plane. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> That's usually my thing. <laughs> Say yeah. something and they go, hey, hey. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, They're all very pedestrian, you know. Um, it's It's weird. It's like nobody knows how to use a camera in this. Nobody knows how to light anything. So, I don't know, like, part of me wants to say it was like a 24-hour film festival or 48-hour film festival uh, with people who had the money and kind of knew what they were doing, but at the same time, they they didn't really. Nobody knows how to get a good performance out of Denise Richards. She's obviously capable of doing it. Dolph is obviously capable of putting in a performance. We've seen him do that a time or two. Hold up. Back to your previous point. Have we? <laughs> like, do we know that Denise Richards is capable of giving a She's good She's better than this. Better. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, to that point, I will say this about Denise Richards. I, I, her age notwithstanding, like, I would never consider her as any kind of lead action-y type character. No, for sure not. And this movie doesn't do her any favors because whenever there's any kind of physical conflict, they just put a stuntman on with the wig that covers the entire face. And so you never see Denise Richards actually do anything. Not really. And that doesn't do her any favors, and it certainly doesn't do the movie any favors, because as soon as there's any kind of tussling going on, it's clearly just someone in a big well, they do have wig. Well, they do have the fight between her and Goth Chick, and those side shots yeah, but are all they're her, doing, but they, they're it's just terrible. pushing yeah. each other. They're That's fighting all they're like old people fuck. Yeah. Also, you, you, <laughs> you, also, you can't even, like, you can't even, like, bring past experience with you, because she's a fucking negotiator. Yeah. Like... What kind of like field combat experience does? Well, it... she said that they train you for everything. Yeah, so... twenty years ago at the academy. Right, that, but that's like saying like you know the, the potato peeler in the navy went through combat training. Yes, but okay, that works in under siege, but never again. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> almost got you. Yeah. You walked yourself into that. I did. Way, I just yeah. yeah I, I was actually yes. walking there myself. But, uh, okay, <laughs> um, I'm saying like no, it, it's just it doesn't make any sense because like. That's that's subverting your expectations because you're expecting Steven Seagal to already kick ass and you're like, oh, look, he's a cook. You know, this is like she's not known for being an action star. Plus, she's a, a negotiator. What? <laughs> you know, like there's just yeah, you're not bringing anything. There's here. no reason for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just it's a it's a mess. Um, it's like a Hallmark movie or something like. Uh, yeah. Lifetime movie, maybe even. It felt it's, like it took that long. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, three jocks. I don't know if I. What? I think oh, by the end, I or do, three I bags. By the end, it was not an oxygen movie, though. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, three bags. Yeah. I I don't know that I've talked myself into four, but um, because of Mackie's point, it's it's maybe not it's unreal, one that I'm unreal. going to remember. I wanted to walk out. I probably, by the time I get home, will have forgotten everything oh, sure. even remotely interesting about this movie. But I've forgotten ones I've given good ratings to, so, you oh, know, sure. I'm still writing it in the moment. Yeah. Not long term. Yeah, I'll stick with three bags for okay. now. All right. right to reserve my rating, Raider. <laughs> okay. Right to revise my rating, Raider. Excuse me. Right. Totally. Well, let's take a break, shall we? Okay. All sure. right. That sounds good. <sighs> I like a break. Welcome back. Hey, hey. Bamcast. Hey. Half number two. 
the second half. Dun, 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 that sounds like this half. Yeah. It is this half. Um, is. Y'all two got the newest movie. We do, Man. I think. Yeah, I, wish, I, I wish I had a movie. Aww. I was going to watch Sorry to Bother You because it's on Hulu, but mm-hmm. life finds a way <laughs> for <laughs> me to not watch movies. <laughs> that makes sense. Yep. But uh, you guys saw stuff. Yeah, we watched something. Uh, speaking of watching things on a digital platform. Nice. Uh, Good work. We watched the newest Netflix, one of the newest Netflix things. They keep dropping things all the time. Yeah. But uh, one of their newest, latest exclusives is they got the last, the latest Coen Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. So that's a bit of a get as yeah. far as the film world goes. It's an so. anthology series of shorts, vignettes. Yeah. I, think I don't know what you call that. It's supposed to be a series that they put together into well if you read the trivia that the coen brothers have adamantly said they will never do a television series okay because they don't like the open-ended format of television all right sir. Mm. it's and they are not cohesive enough for it to be right. a television no, series they're almost unrelated okay except there's one common thing so but we, we watched the ballad of buster scruggs yeah. we still have you'll have to this. tell me what the common thing is later because okay. i totally missed it i'm an idiot all right well um yeah it, it's it's a it's a tough one to talk about because there's, as we said, there's a bunch of stories. Six, I think. Six or seven, something like Maybe that. Seven. It's it's a it's a few. Um, they overall not necessarily related. Um, but it, like all Coen Brothers movies, when you, the opening credits start, you'll just be like, huh, huh, what? Like, you there's know, thirty five people in this that you've yeah. seen before. It's just it's like and 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 it's, and it's not. It's not like they just like brought out their usual stable of people. Like they, they. I mean, there are some people. Except Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah. Tim Blake Nelson is in the first part. He is Buster Scruggs. Um, Stephen Root shows up. I mean, so there are some Cohen people that show up in the background. But it's like in the opening credits. Like I think first build is Tyne Daly. Um, but it's, let's see, James Franco's in it. Uh, Liam Neeson's in it. Saul Rubinek. Saul Rubinek's in it. Um, Tom Waits is in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, even other people that got dropped dropped in the beginning were like Clancy Brown. I mean, Clancy it was just, Brown. yeah, it's like hmm. you know. So it's just like, all right, this where is this going? But um, it's it's interesting. Like it, it, I guess the greatest compliment I can pay a Coen Brothers movie is possibly without. I I, I know some people are trying to take the DC uh, movie approach with Hail Caesar, and they are looking for deeper meaning there. Um, if you find it great, I'm, I'm happy for you, but Hail Caesar is like the only one I think I, I can say I've seen that they've ever made where at least I didn't like for at least a day straight ponder its meaning. Mm-hmm. And I'm all, I'm about 24 hours removed from having seen this and I'm still kind of pondering my thoughts on it, especially with the vignette nature of it. It, it's a lot to take in because it's, you, you feel like you've just watched six, whatever, how many movie, mini movies that are very different in tone because the first one is like straight up farcical bright color cohen brother like almost like big lebowski-esque with a pinch of of, of old brother mixed in yeah mm. so like in the in the very first you're like wow okay i don't know where this is going but i fucking love it and then the sex one second one is like a little bit more still it's still kind of farcical but it's getting darker and like as the movie goes on the, the, they start getting darker and darker and darker until they're like in full on like Barton Fink territory by the end. Yeah. Um, so it's it's weird because it just feels like it goes through this whole path of, of Coen Brothers movies with all of their different types of things in one. I would actually say there's even a little bit of Hail Caesar thrown in the first one. I mean, it's it's just it's crazy. It's it's bombastic. It's loud and it's, it's a little bit of fourth wall. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. So 
I really liked that first one, yeah. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I thought that was excellent. Yeah, I liked the James um, Franco one a lot, except yeah. I thought it was really short, especially when you watch some of the other ones. Like, I that James Franco one could have gone for another 10 minutes and I wouldn't have been fine with it. Remind some, me which one the James Franco one was. Uh, I think it's the second one. Yeah, like, but what's the one that the stars Bank James robbery, Franco. robbery? Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. That one, it could have gone on longer, but I, I think they did... I think it was just right. fine to cut yeah. it off where it was. I just, I mean, some of the other ones, it's like I felt like, th- like this is the one you wanted to devote a whole lot of time to. It just, it just felt kind of weird. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I mean, I don't want to go blow by blow of what each one's about, but um, I will say, like, <sighs> the very last one is the one with Ty and Daly, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that was my favorite. Okay. Which is weird because when it started after. Up until that one, the first one, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, mm-hmm. that one was my favorite. But the last one, I think, once it ended, I, was my favorite. Just because it was some really fun character work. And as dark as it was, it was still pretty light. Yeah. I liked it. Um, I, I think there's already several BuzzFeed-style articles of, you know, what your favorite vignette is determines this about <laughs> your person. So I, I'm, I'm hesitant to say, but I think... <laughs> Besides the opening one, which, like I said, I really liked how bright and loud and colorful that was, mm-hmm. um, I would actually say probably the Tom Waits one was my favorite. Um, it's it's brutal, <laughs> like it's I don't know, it's just like, but also kind of strangely happy, and I, I don't know, yeah. there's just something about it. It's weird. Um, I don't know. It's, it's it's definitely worth a watch. It's on Netflix, so obviously you can see it easily. But um, I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts? Because I can transition into my next one if you. Um, I don't think I really have anything else to add other than, yeah, I think you should watch it. I think it's definitely worth your two hours and whatever. Yeah, it's, it's also the longest Coen Brothers movie they've ever made. Yeah. It's like it's like two two hours and 15 minutes. Uh, and it feels like it because, I mean, it's a, that's a, it's a trick. Yeah, you could probably, if you don't have time to watch it all at once, you could yeah. chop it up and watch it. You could easily. Um, some, some of them are real fucking dark and grim and bleak and hard to get through. <laughs> I will say that there's a couple of them where it's just like the Liam Neeson one, especially is like, Oh God, like I just, I don't know. Like it was weird. Oh because, yeah. That one is, that one is fucking dark. Yeah. I, I just mean like there, there are ones that's like it, it, some of them feel like a love letter to the old West or something. And some of them, it's just like, fuck everything about this area and this time, you know, and the, the bleakness of it, you know? Yeah. Um. So the, I think it's the one before that, which is the one with the the wagon trains, mm-hmm. and that man, that yeah, that one's bleak too. It's good, like I really enjoy that yeah. one, but yeah, I, that one, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to say much about it, but it yep. it's really good. Mm-hmm. That one's damn good too. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna upgrade to it's really good. The whole thing is really good because yeah. I'm I'm remembering what happened during these because it's de- short, I mean short it's it's, it's definitely a thing you should witness. I mean yeah. it, it is. I think a much more uh, enjoyable example of a Coen Brothers movie than Hail Caesar. So, okay, it, it, I haven't seen Hail Caesar yet. So, yeah, it just—I mean, there, there, there's some dark shit in it too. <laughs> yeah, which is weird because like that first one is just so like bubbly and crazy and fun. There's some dark shit in that it, it, too. I mean, kind of yes, but I mean, like it's all like anything violent in that is almost played for laughs. Whereas, like, yeah, I mean, like in, to the point that like some of the most brutal stuff is in that one, and it's hilarious. Whereas, like, other brutal shit would be later, and it's like, oh, god damn. Um, but, yeah. But, no, it's, it was the kind of movie that, um, when it was over, I sat for, like, five minutes, thought about it, and I was like, 
well, it's like 10, 10 30 at night. I, I need to watch another movie. I need like almost a palate cleanser. Just like, you know, I can't obsess about this all night kind mm-hmm. of movie. So I was like, I need something light and breezy. So I will, I will just drop what it is. And then I will talk about how increasingly shocked by everything when I started the movie. Um, I, I watched the house with a clock in its walls. The right. oh, yeah. Jack Black, Kate Blanchett thing. Right. The Jack Black, not Goosebumps movie. Right. Um, I, other than having seen a brief trailer before something I saw in the theater, I was like, that looks kind of cute. And I would watch this. I still haven't seen Goosebumps, which apparently I have. Apparently that's supposed to be actually be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I will just quickly say I liked it. It's it's fine as a, I, it's, it's weird because I almost say like kids movie, but not kind of at the same time. Um, but the strangest things about it, like A, produced by Steven Spielberg. Yep. B, starring Jack Black, which I still have. Every time it happens, I'm like, you're you're turning Jack Black into a kids movie star, the man who sings about you know fucking gently and rocket sauce and okay, yeah. Um, and then his first album cover was with Satan. Yeah. <laughs> and then it yeah. gets a little weirder because I didn't know this at all. Directed by Eli Roth. Yeah. Yep. And when that happened, my brain wait really shorted yeah. out for half a second and I went Boy, they downplayed the hell out of that, didn't they? Yes, I was they like did. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard sell to say Eli Roth's kids movie. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> Huh. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I don't want to sound puritanical or some bullshit, but like this is a hard sell as a kid's movie to me in a lot of ways, because there's, I mean, there's nothing particularly gruesome or anything unless you think about it. Like there's, there's just some really dark tones in this movie for a straight up kid's movie. Like it's, it's a cultish, which I know will throw a whole group of people in a tizzy. Um, so there's all kinds of like warlock witch shit things happening uh-huh. and like the words necromancy are used and oh, no. necromancy <laughs> is practiced and blood magic. And like, I'm just saying like, it's, I'm not saying it's like unwatchable for kids because I mean, I think kids need to nut the fuck up and, you know, like watch some movies because like, I mean, I just feel like we foam covered too much for too long for kids. You know, it's like, hey, kids, no, I'm saying like, <laughs> yeah, kids need a new monster squad. <laughs> yeah, type I shit. mean, yeah, I mean, I, I grew up like I saw Alien and shit like when I was probably too young. And you know what? Movies don't fucking scare me anymore. Like, you know, like I'm scared of fucking Republicans. Um, so <laughs> and. I mean, it's just why like, they're not the ones coming for your guns. <laughs> um, but but it's just it's it's like it's weird to see this movie dropped in this time frame. And I and I mean, maybe in some sort of sort of strange way, like Spielberg and Eli Roth got together and was like, you know what? Kids need fucking like harder shit than what we're giving them now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we need to stop giving them fucking Hotel Transylvania bullshit. We need to give them the real fucking movie. <laughs> And cocaine. I, I don't know if this is like a, a great fucking movie or it's like going to change everything. It's it's just it's it's serviceable. It's fine. I, I think there have always been not R rated spooky movies for sure. You know, critters and you know the Gremlins. Gremlins is fucked up. But, oh yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm saying but everything you just named is 30 years older yeah. or more now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, everything now is fucking sanitized for sure, kids. And sure. I mean, I'm saying like if that was their secret dark mischievous plan i'm i'm in favor of it you know like let's 
give some kids some, you know, harder stuff so that they're not just walking around like, oh my God, I'm scared of this. I'm like, fuck off. Stop yeah, being you're scared. some fucking yeah. necromancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some real horror in the world, kid. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's cute. I The kid is not, he's not the best kid actor. And I feel like we have seen better kid actors now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, speaking to Monster Squad, like just, I don't care if he directs or writes the movie or anything. Just call Shane Black in and like to, when you're casting kids, that's all I'm asking. Just, yeah. You know, like let him cast the kids. Yeah, just I'm just saying like that dude knows how to cast a kid who's going to give you a hell of a performance. This kid was like, he was all right. But occasionally it was like, I'm child acting. It was like, <laughs> yeah, back it down. But I, I do like that. It's it's um, there. There's there's a, a, an added kind of cool bonus because it takes place in like 1955. Mm-hmm. So you kind of got this like almost Sandlot feel to it in certain times. Yeah. Um, Just in terms of like when the kids are interacting and stuff and. I don't know. I just it it it, it kind of helps having that like time period vibe thing, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Kate Blanchett's really good in it. Jack Black's, I don't know. I I kind of like what he's doing. Like he's he's being that super boisterous but like overly friendly Jack Black throughout most of it. It's I don't know. It, it works well, okay. and, and it's not going to be that. It's it's. I think even if you have problems with Jack Black, I think it's a he, he's not going to bother you in this movie. I just know some people are like, uh, he's too much. Well, I mean, he's, he's like he's like people that don't like Jim Carrey. Like, uh, it's just too much of a personality. Yeah, but I just, you know, I think like recently, like this and Goosebumps and Jumanji, it's just like, this is Jack Black now. This is, we're not going to get Saving Silverman Jack Black. We're not going to get Rocket Sauce Jack Black unless I, you watch webisodes. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. But, you know, he goes where the money is. <laughs> Sure. Good. You know, whatever. If someone yeah. wants to pay him to be Eli Roth and Steven Spielberg want to team up I, oh, and put I, Jack Black in a movie. I, I mean, I think I could safely say this is this might be the best Eli Roth movie I've ever seen. I'm trying. I, I, I was sitting there thinking about his filmography, trying to talk myself out of that. But um, his filmography is mostly not anything. that. You I mean, Knock Knock is OK, but yeah. it's like. It's a mostly forgettable movie other than like one of the two girls is in this playing the kid's mom, which oh. is weird and distracting. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Which is funny because I like I, earlier in the night before I started this up, I I got, recently got Blade Runner twenty forty nine on four K disc, mm. and I would decided to watch the um mm. the uh, prequel episodes or whatever the hell they were yeah. that I ever saw, and I was just like, oh yeah, Anna Darmus is the other girl from Knock Knock, and I was just, it was like a weird like this shit all kind of came together in a weird sort of way evening, yeah, so, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, that's all, Chuck. Let me tie a movie to the first half. Okay. You talked about the budget of Altitude, which was $5 million. Mm-hmm. And previously, okay. we talked about the budget of another movie mm-hmm. that was $5 million. Yes. Upgrade. Upgrade. It is night and day what you can do with $5 million between these two films. Mm-hmm. Um, you mean make a good one versus yeah, make a not good one? Yeah. Upgrade is fucking amazing. Uh the other the other side of this table needs to watch Upgrade before we do Golden Jocks. I will watch Upgrade. Don't worry. Okay, that is the what that is, is Upgrade is is uh, it a spooky movie? No, no. It's a near future crime thriller. I've I've sold okay. everybody on this. It is Cyberpunk John Wick. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And I, is, I feel like that's all I should have to say about it, and people yes. will be like, "Well, like fucking right. Scooby Doo tracks yeah. out of the room." Like I. Well, I'm busy. I. I <laughs> <laughs> I remembered us talking about the budget when you talked about it on the mm-hmm. show a few weeks ago. Uh, but thankfully, I'm able to tune out when there's a movie I'm super interested in. I just go to my happy place and don't because like when I when I rented it, I'd forgotten that you'd talked about it. And when when it was playing out, I was just like, I literally know nothing about this. And that is the 
best way to watch this movie because man does it go places and if you don't know anything about it it's fun <laughs> holy shit this movie's fun uh that's all i'm gonna say about it 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 is a it's one of those movies when it's over you just go holy shit i love movies you know and there's there's one or two of those a year if you're lucky where you just you just walk away from it and go my god just i might have been down on movies there for a little while but nope some people still know how to make them and this is this is one of them uh yeah i, I upgrade you should watch upgrade so that's mm. that's what i'm gonna say about upgrade it's real good and, i'll watch it and man you want to you should be fucking slapped around if you're given five million dollars and you make fucking at altitude when <laughs> when they had five million dollars and made upgrade you should be hit with a newspaper yes a wet fish just across your mug <laughs> <laughs> so um so i'm gonna quickly talk about two documentaries that i watched uh come on oh, feel boy. chuck's noise <laughs> right. which 80s rock band nope no, no, no rocking. Although they are both 80s technology. Uh, so, okay. okay, first of all, I just want to say Amazon is real bad about dates on their movies. Mm-hmm. They will slap a 2018 on something that came out three years earlier. And that was kind of the case with these two things. I thought they yeah. were 2018 documentaries and they weren't. Nope. So uh, the first one's called VHS Lives, which is yet another goddamn VHS collector's movie. Why? Yet another. This is the third Why? in the last like two years that I can think of. And it is just as douchey as you think it is. Mm. Like, I get it. I collect some weird, dumb shit for no reason whatsoever. Just because my brain goes, I need that. That looks cool. And there are people in this who are like, look at this art. Look how big the case is. Isn't that cool? And I'm like, yes, you have a point. That is cool. But then that person will say, fuck Blu-ray. I will never own a Blu-ray copy of this movie. And I'm like, you're an idiot. Yep. There is something actually wrong with you. I strangely, I was having this conversation with some people today. Okay, collecting or, or preferring VHS is like saying I only listen to audio on cassette. It's like in the history of, or I mean, in the current history of like it's still together in one format. Mm-hmm. That is the worst thing you could possibly listen to. That is, it is the most inferior mass market product of the last fifty years. Yeah. What sound about Edison Siller? Oh, well, I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, Damn. yes, Edison Cylinder sound like ass too, but like <laughs> nobody's rocking, you know, the fucking Eagles on Edison Cylinder. <laughs> you know, there's oh, some man. hipster fuck out there that's listening to the Eagles on fucking Edison Cylinder. Makes his own wax cylinders and like, ugh. Yeah. Anyway, but I mean, like, I get, I get going back to uh, albums because it's analog, and I get that argument. Yep. I, I'm partially in favor of that of the warmer tones, but. Even A-Tracks had their benefit. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they actually had good sound. You know, they could break real easily, and you had to, like, f- you know, flip halfway through or whatever. Yes. But, like, they had eight tracks, which meant, like, you could do crazy good sound. Because that's were fucking terrible. They always were. Mm-hmm. Yep. Always. Yep. And it's the same thing with VHS. It was never, like, beta well, was better. I mean, it, it, it wasn't as compressed. Is, like, VHS, it's all pan and scan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like that's what bothers me yes. is like once like once DVD came out and it's like, no, if your movie was widescreen, we have it in wide. We have it in the correct ratio. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm sold. Yeah. I mean, I was buying widescreen VHS tapes before yes. DVD came out. Yes. Yep. I had Pulp Fiction, Professional, like several. Yeah. 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 So people, make, there are arguments that they make from a collecting standpoint that makes sense to me. It's like only on that format. VHS is the only format 
and ever ever since VHS, the the movie collection has been funneled down because there's so much stuff that's never going to come out mm-hmm. because it's either lost to time or rights issues or whatever. So you want to collect rare stuff on VHS that's never going to show up anywhere else? Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Great. Thanks, cocaine. Yeah. Um, the, the VHS art was often the the movie poster art or some creative thing to get you to pick it up and rent it. And now it's just big fucking heads on a DVD cover, yeah. and that's not as interesting. Mm-hmm. I get that too. But when but when you move out of that argument into and this is the only way I will ever watch movies, no, that yeah. <laughs> you 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 are not a, a fan of movies. You are a fan of a format, right. and that's weird. Yeah. And I've said like there have been times when I have reviewed certain horror movies where I have said, you know what, this movie is too clear. There's something about this movie on blu-ray that doesn't sit right with me and it needs kind of a grungy vhs transfer i've said that a couple of times not often like i would never say you really need to watch the thing on vhs fuck that you need that movie to look as good as it can possibly look i think i mean i don't know that you've ever copped to it when you're doing your 31 reviews Mm -hmm. or 31 and 31 reviews Mm -hmm. um but to me i think that argument of like well it needs to look shitty like vhs is that's the that's the rose colored glasses. Like I remember this being good, and now that I'm seeing it in its in its proper format, this movie actually kind of sucks. There have been plenty I, of I examples of that, well, and I, sure. and again, some people in this documentary make that case of just like it's too clear, and you can see the effects, and it's like it's not as good. Mm-hmm. I get that, mm-hmm. but the the extreme hipster nature of some of these people is just also, so infuriating. Also, well, I mean, be it DVD, at least DVD, if not Blu-ray or mm-hmm. better. If you don't like the art, you know what? That you can get a printer yeah. and make your yeah. own insert. You can. And there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can buy a big version of the poster for your wall, That's you know, true. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, the this documentary is also like two and a half hours. Uh, and you're just like, Jesus Christ, guy. Uh, oh, so it was on like EP. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Wouldn't fit on SP. No. Yeah. So, yeah, it's actually LP was the middle. That was four. Yep. Yes, right. Just couldn't rewind or fast forward that because right. you would just see lines right. and it wouldn't make any sense. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we don't you guys can stop making these now. We get it. Like people like VHS. Yeah, we get it. You want to collect these things. They're increasingly harder to find. And you have fondness for video stores. I do, too. But <laughs> why don't you go wear like hammer pants and goldfish platforms? How about everything that was just terrible all along? Why don't you get into those? Like that were never good when they were brand new. I would like to see documentaries about those things, like the things that people hammer that collect pants, hammer the pants hammer, and, like, and like the you know, platform show, shoes with goldfish in them and yes. shit. Like, why don't we just have like all the things that were terrible from the get go? Mm-hmm. Yep. So the other documentary I watched, and I think one of you talked about this previously. I might be wrong, but uh, Nintendo Quest. Oh, I saw that. That's where the guy is trying to get all the cartridges. Yeah. 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 Um, that movie's bullshit. How so? Okay, so it's about two childhood friends who've been friends for 30 years, and one challenges the other to, you've got 30 days, you've got to collect every North American Nintendo release for the NES. Uh, You have money, but we're never going to tell the audience how much money. All the fucking money is the answer to that. Yes. Um, Also, you can't buy them online, so it's going to be a road trip. Let's go. And why does he have 30 days? Because that's the only way to make a movie. They, they you just, could just oh. yeah. So there's art, ar- arbitrary. There is no actual cause. There, there's, like his family won't die. No, there's or, no one's kidnapped. There's no like, there's nothing like that. He doesn't have a terminal illness. Or, 
None of those things. It's just, hey, I challenge you to do this. Let's make a movie. Now you're thinking... I'm already bored. Well, the premise... I like the premise a lot because it sounds like, okay, two lifelong friends are going to take a road trip all across the country. They're from Canada and they come into the United States and they're going to travel the country and, you know barter and buy and go to swap meets and everything and they're going to have stories and it's going to be weird eccentric characters and they're going to be jokey with each other and there's your movie and I think that's probably what they thought that's not what this movie is it's weird arbitrary rules of like they they come up with rules like okay so you can't buy anything online you got to go to physical stores and buy them mm-hmm. it's like okay that's fine um, the, the production crew can't help they can't give it, this guy any help whatsoever and he can't rely on his friends. The first three places they go are to his friend's house where he buys portions of their collections. Hmm. Just dudes in his neighborhood. It's fucking bullshit. Meh. Also, I already hate it now. I there's like, and I hate it. There's like 680 Nintendo uh, North American releases. He should have had the first 600 like in one fell swoop. Like he sh- the first store he went to, there should just be a wall of bullshit. And he just says, I need all these. And that would have been it. But he does this weird thing where he just goes into a store and buys like four games. He's just like, "Eh, I wasn't feeling it. And then goes to the next store and it's like, this is fucking dumb. This doesn't make any sense. None of this makes any sense. There, There are no stories on the road. These two don't have anything to talk about. The only time they ever have a conversation in the car is when he's just pulling games out of his bag like, bought this one. And then graphics flop, flash up on the screen and tell you what he bought. It's bullshit. It's just this dumb, so arbitrary a, nonsense. An arbitrary documentary about two boring people. Yeah. It's like, look, I, I've known you guys eight, nine years now. We get in a car and holy shit, it is <laughs> on. We come up with things yep. and then we joke about those things for fucking ever. <laughs> That's Pretty much, yes. All our friendship is based on these days is like... The warm cocoon of millions <laughs> yeah. and millions of inside jokes. Yeah, yeah. We, we have like in-house memes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. Artisanal memes. <laughs> <laughs> There's one right there. They, they bespoke by us. Yes. <laughs> oh, these no, these two great. guys have none of that. And I feel bad for like this main dude, the dude who's the focus of this, because he is anxiety ridden to shit. And like he he like in the first store he goes to he like turns to the producer and is like I can't barter I don't know how to do it and you're like oh shit that's going to be a wrinkle and then well, they just they're not obviously not Canadian then because that's like their entire economy <laughs> I think it's like yeah you should have been trading beaver for beaver, beaver pelts <laughs> and fucking maple syrup <laughs> but then you're like oh wow this is going to be fascinating this guy with anxiety is going to try to barter with strangers that's going to be fun they never show any of it. He, they just cut outside and he comes out and was like, well, that guy was a dick. I'm starting to remember this now more like I I think I was confusing this because I think I watched some other like collectible type mm-hmm. movie around the same time because that's that movie's like five, six years old. It that, came out in 2015. OK, so yeah, yeah. Um, well, maybe not that old, but yeah, uh, but it, it came out around the same time that one of the about the the uh, the dig the uh, maybe I don't know. There was just several like times things sure. of that era but like i think i just remember like what sustained me was um a just talking about the rarity of certain cartridges was yeah. interesting and then going to some of these collectors houses mm-hmm. and just i don't know just as a person who, who likes to collect things but doesn't really have the i mean i have some financial means as you can see the blu-ray collection behind bj there mm-hmm. but i mean going to some of these people and it's just like a fucking museum yeah. to a thing yeah. You know, like, I mean, that's fascinating to me. It is kind of cool. Um, I just I never for a second believed any of his 
larger scores. Mm -hmm. Like when he would get something from a big collector, I never for once felt like money changed hands. I, Mm -hmm. I, and there were certain times where I was pretty positive that they exchanged like where we will wear your sweatshirt in our movie if you give us a 90% discount on these games. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like there was a lot of that bullshit going on. Sure. And when you set this arbitrary, like he has money, but we don't know how much money he has. So it. Yeah. It, like if they said you have 30 days, this is your budget. Go. Yeah. And I mean, first off, like, I guess the only thing I can kind of uh, is it feels like it's one of the last things where like, because now you, even now, I mean, at that time, you're like, well, fuck, just do the shit online. Like everyone right. has this mentality now of like, why, why, why on earth would we do this? Well, there's yeah. so like there's one cartridge, like the rare cartridge mm-hmm. that that it becomes like the stadium holy stadium games. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which becomes like the holy grail of this thing. And it's again kind of a cheat because they they know of a guy on the boards who has one listed on eBay, but maybe he'll sell it not on eBay. So therefore those rules don't apply. <clears throat> yeah, it's bullshit. And then it's just like this constant drama with this dude. Cause the dude lives in Florida and he's like, come down here to Florida. I want to be in the movie. And they're like, we're not driving to Florida. And it's just this weird manufactured drama about that. Yeah, Cause it didn't even, he didn't even like, get that like because he failed he, he failed one. the quest yes that, that's the other thing like, he like, fucking fails yeah like i think like they got that one like a year later it was like following up yeah. like you know yeah nine months later they're like oh let's give yeah, this movie a happy ending yeah, yeah, stadium <laughs> yes. stadium games little baby it's such bullshit the other thing that's that's kind of unfortunate about it is that they interview a bunch of dudes in this who since this movie came out have all been proven to be piece of shit fraudsters like Billy Mitchell oh, and no. those dudes, you know, there's another one of those video game guys who actually flies in and hangs out with them for a day hunting bargains. And he like made up all his shit, like all his records. And he also got tossed out of the Walter Day thing. Oh, man. So Twin galaxies. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just. Also, just Billy Mitchell talking about the Nintendo when, you know, he doesn't give a shit about Nintendo. It's fuck off, Billy Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. So, so what you're saying is video games were a mistake. Yes. yes the internet was okay. a mistake. Yeah. It was all a mistake. Yeah. Billy Mitchell was a mistake. Fuck you, Billy Mitchell. We believed in you. No, we didn't. I This this just could have been so good. It could have been so good. Like, dude has issues like he had he had dad issues. His dad was a piece of shit. And, you know, his he, he keeps mentioning all these things that are causing him anxiety. And you're like, well, this will be a journey. And two friends will work this stuff out and talk about it. No. <laughs> absolutely not nothing of the sort he just tries to do a thing fucking fails at the thing and then they filmed a coda of him nine months later doing the thing and it's just like mm -mm. (laughs) hot bullshit so yeah Yeah. so oh well that's what i got all right bj you got another movie i do i saw the wonder woman movie the movie about gal gadot kicking the shit out of Proto Nazis. Yeah. Had you? I thought you saw this. I had not. I had Gal Gadot seen Wonder Woman. <laughs> wow. No, I'm just. I know I, everybody yeah. saw it. No, no, no. And, no. I yeah. just thought I. I very distinctly thought I remembered you being one of the larger champions of that amongst us. Like we were all like, "That's pretty good," and you were like, "No, this is the best." I, I think that, that was you. Was you? Okay. Was Chuck, yeah. 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 yeah you're so what'd you think, BJ? Height. Yeah. Um. It's all right. Uh. <laughs> It definitely wasn't him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marvel movies have spoiled superhero movies for me. 
because by, by being good <laughs> by being good yeah they're all good and this is they're good bordering on great some of them are really good um this is just okay i and it's not like okay it feels like captain america the first soldier or whatever the first one was avenger the first avenger yeah mm-hmm. it it feels like they basically ripped it off yeah like I like Gal Gadot. I think she has a lot of personality. When when she smiles, like it seems like the world is a better place. Like that's the kind of charisma I feel like she has. Um, but the effects are kind of cheesy in the wrong ways for me. Like it, the the fights don't feel like good fights like they do in in the Marvel movies. The movement and action just isn't what it doesn't live up to the bar that I hold my action movies to these days. Well, DC movies go straight to the CGI zone. Oh yeah. Immediately. Like (laughs) they, they die in the CGI zone. It seems, um, well, speaking of zones, I mean, the only thing that I I think the most remember memorable thing is the, no, you know, the no man's zone or whatever it is. No man's land. No man's land. Yeah. It's pretty good. I'm just saying like that fucking moment of like, yep. That's, pretty fucking rad the moment and like the emotion of it Mm -hmm. i think it's a good story beat Mm -hmm. i was probably um it's probably the best shot portion of the movie but that's not saying a whole lot like that still is just doesn't really compare to most of the marvel movies with the exception of like the the dark world which it's it's (laughs) Wonder Woman is probably better than Thor The Dark World. I, I enjoyed it more than that. I will give you that. But um, it just, man. And maybe, I, maybe I've fallen victim to the hype. Like, you know, there were a bunch of people who were really high on Wonder Woman. And so I had expectations of it. But I don't know. It's just all right. Yeah. The story is good. Like the the story of whatever story they ripped from whatever comic book universe 278,000 or whatever is a good story. I like it. Um, whatever S and M fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, (laughs) it's just as a, as a movie, it didn't work a hundred percent for me. So pretty good. I mean, I'd probably give it maybe three stars out of five, maybe two and three quarter stars somewhere above average, but not, you know, but not, not great. Again, I like Gal Gadot and Chris Pine is in too many movies. No. Is he though? I mean, no, he's really it not. It seems like it. It seems, well, but it's know. only because there's only six movies a year. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. I just, I, I don't know. It, it felt weird for him to be part of yet another cinematic universe. He does seem to get a lot of like, man, people are really big on Chris Pine, but it's like, why? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, he's good. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just thinking like, I mean, I've probably seen him in less than five movies in 10 years. I mean, I don't why you think it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's just because like, you know, he's the dude in Star Trek and he's yeah. one of the Chris's. So um, maybe they're all getting mixed up in my head, but I was to say, you know, I don't know. Three of the new Star Trek movies. Hell or High Water and Wonder Woman. Like, that, that, that's it. Like, I can't think of anything else I've ever seen. Uh, the train movie. Unstoppable. <laughs> oh, sorry. 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 
Maybe it's just a, a I, thing in memory, my own head. My like, memory is uh, failing me like the size of a Chrysler building. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's this, just that he's too recognizable right. for me to be that, to to play that role. Okay. I mean, I know going back, like he was in whatever the, one of those fucking uh, Pulp Fiction-y style movies was. Uh-huh. The fuck, which one was he in? It was like, he was one of the crazy skinhead dudes, like before he, it was long before Star Trek. Uh, I can't just can't like can't American think of the... Psycho Smoking Aces. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. One of those. Yeah, it's just like yeah. When they were still trying to do the Pulp Fictiony, like you know, slash. Uh, God damn it, my brain is broken. Guy Ritchie thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He was Jack Ryan also. It's another oh, big yeah. franchise. One he, time he was handed the keys to. <laughs> yeah. But hey, yeah. he was in Wrinkle in Time. Uh huh. That huge hit from earlier this year. Yep. <laughs> Into the Woods, where he was the prince. Oh, yeah. God, that piece of shit. Why'd you have to remember, remind <laughs> me Isn't that Isn't he also the exists? king in that new Netflix uh, Robin Hood yes. movie or whatever, where he's got uh, the Burger King hat on? It, it, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, Robin Hood movie that everybody yeah. says is trash. No, he's not in that Robin Hood oh. movie. Oh, oh, oh a, different new, a different new Robin oh, Hood movie. Oh, he's in the, okay. the King Arthur one. Okay, no, a different thing. No, this is, this is like Braveheart, Outlaw King. What? Scottish... I can't keep track of all these Robin's hoods. He's just a burger. He's, oh, Rob- he's uh, Robert the Bruce. Oh, it's Robin McHood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, he's naked in it. <gasps> yeah. So you see Chris's pine? You do. Sweet. Is it evergreen? <laughs> mm. 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 Anyway, Wonder Woman, 2.75 stars. <laughs> Way to commit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. What do you want me to? You want me to give it like a school grade, like a seventy? <laughs> what? what do you want? What do you want out of me? Well, it's yeah. three stars, but seventy percent of that is. <laughs> yeah, I just I really like that movie. I just wish it didn't shit the bed completely in the last like twenty minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah, the nighttime scrapyard CG fight is just. It's just man, that is just a bed shitter and yeah. a half. I mean, I like the reveal. I like who the villain is revealed to be, but it's just eh. like man. After that, it's just big CG God, it's bullshit. just like really good sex but then she just shits everywhere all of a sudden you're like oh <laughs> what you oh, do that we were it was going so well <laughs> that's a strange metaphor uh, that sounds like weird personal experience yeah. well <laughs> never never know what happens in a mellow motion parking lot <laughs> or burger king bathroom there will be shit everywhere in a burger king bathroom that's true, that's true yeah. yes especially where we live mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. So movies, yeah. I'm glad everybody got to watch some movies. Yeah, you'll we, get to watch a movie one day some for you. I, I appreciate you just, <laughs> you just all picking up the slack for me. Oh, we're not using slack anymore. No, I noticed. Uh, so, uh, do we have anything else? We have any correspondence? Oh, actually, yeah, we had a movie recommendation. Ooh. Oh, well. Gosh dang it! I forgot all about that. Is it upgrade? Gee golly! No. Mm. Then it should. <laughs> no. Fuck that recommendation. Yeah. All right. Uh. This is David from Nebraska. It says, recommendation. Hello, Bamfcasters. Hello. Hello. It's been a while since I've emailed. Life gets busy, and I've just now started to listen to the episodes I've missed. A few months worth. Oh, God. You need to catch up, David. Uh, <laughs> what I've heard has been awesome so far. I wanted to recommend a film. Hopefully, you haven't talked about it, but if you have, my bad. It's called The Night Comes For Us. It's a Netflix original film. It stars the main <laughs> actors from The Raid, and it's shot similarly. It's, for my money, the bloodiest martial arts film I've ever seen, and it's extremely violent. Definitely one of my top movies of the year. 
It's not really an episode, but it could definitely be a Golden Jocks contender, in my opinion. It's about a man who works for the triad trying to leave the business. His best friend and many thugs are sent to take him and his other friends down. Was that Bro- M-A-N-Y or M-I-N-I thugs? What? Lots of thugs or, or tiny thugs? No, many. Many as an M-A-N-Y. Numerous as, thugs. As Numerous thugs. Okay. A plethora of thugs are sent to take him and his other friends down. <laughs> Brutal and over-the-top action. As always, keep up the amazing work. Crash and burn, David from Nebraska. Is there a blog I could subscribe to that will tell me what comes out on Netflix? Nope. Because that is my jam right there, and I don't, I've never fucking heard of this. Yep. I actually I, had heard of it because people were talking about how basically the guy who made the raid is making some good shit still, but it's for I like believe- Netflix. Well, Isn't the, there a Twitter it's account? The, it's not the same director. That's okay. Not, oh, it's the same actors. Same but actors. he made something else for Netflix that's actually really Who, good. Who, Gareth too. Edwards? Yes. Did he? I believe it's, it's a TV series or something. I don't know. Like Or Evans, not Edwards. Uh, Chuck, there's a Twitter account called New on Netflix. Follow it. Okay. Yeah, but then you have to use Twitter. Chuck uses Twitter. I do. I use Twitter. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. He made a movie called Apostle. Okay. It's got Dan Stevens in it. Is that also a Netflix movie? Yes. Came out October 12th. <sighs> yeah. Told you. This came out October 19th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah no, I, I had heard very good things about this movie. No, I just... I, I Prior saw to th- him writing in. Yeah. I, I saw a thing like... They just It was talking about... It's where I first heard about Ball- Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which I didn't hear about until about two weeks before it came out. Mm-hmm. I mean... It was just like, hey, you know, Netflix is getting like the newest Coen Brothers, Gareth Evans. It was like, yeah, Alfonso like, Cuarón's comes yeah. out uh, December fourteenth, like, I believe. Yeah, they were just talking about, hey, yeah, Netflix is like now going after big directors to get their next movie. It's like, okay, you know, I'm kind of for that because like the Cuarón movie sounds like it's about like it's a black and white movie about his childhood growing up in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, that sounds interesting to me, especially if it's someone like him making it. What is he? Did he do E2 Mama Tommy in? Is that him or is that somebody else? No, he did that. That's his? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the, the new Scorsese movie is a Netflix movie. And that's the only thing I feel like I've heard about mm-hmm. way into production because it is liter- it is like Goodfellas Casino, this movie. This is like yeah. the third. And this is like De Niro, Pacino, Joe Pesci, all the people are in this. And it's a fucking Netflix Scorsese movie. And I'm like, yeah, let's fucking do this. Ray Liotta? No. I know. But... Yeah, it it, just, it feels like Netflix is letting them make the movies that the studios probably wouldn't anymore. Yes, and I th- and I think that's that's the key thing. Is it's it kind of sucks that it's like, all right, I don't know when it's coming out. It has no hype. It's just like, all right, oh yeah, Scorsese's got a movie. It's out next week. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, wait, what? Excuse mm-hmm. me. Yeah, but but studios just don't pay people to make those mo- those movies anymore. Or they'd be like, if you can make it under three million dollars. Let's do it. And they're like, no, I have De Niro. He's like three million on his own, you know? Yeah. We're I, buds, but he's not going to do me any favors like that. You know, you still got to pay him. I, I, I'm appreciating what Netflix is doing in terms of, like you said, they're, they're making the things that can't come out to theaters anymore because there's no space for it mm-hmm. because they would have to take the Avengers out of its six screens. But like that movie I talked about a couple of weeks ago, uh, Anon which mm-hmm. is just this kind of cool near future sci-fi thing that would have totally been like a movie that came out in the eighties. Like one of the three movies that came out on a Friday and you, it would have played for three or four weeks and then would have been a big hit on video for a while and people would have known about it. But now it's just like, 
Netflix just shits these things out and they they expect you to live on the Netflix page like just constantly Even just if like you're not though it's like you can miss this stuff exactly that's what I'm saying they shit yeah, out it's so not much your stuff recommendations. yeah like there's a there's a Sam Elliott sitcom on Netflix that's in like season six season fucking six I would totally watch a Sam Elliott sitcom mm-hmm. but I, when did that start I don't know <laughs> yeah isn't that the one that also has Ashton Kutcher so yeah I know, it's, I know, <laughs> six on one hand, <laughs> but still, I would at least sample a Sam Elliott sitcom. All right. Now that there's six goddamn seasons of well, it. It's, just, it's periodic. It's it's weird to me, like the ones that they're like, this is the one we're going to talk about and, mm-hmm. and super hype. Like they did their whole weird thing with Annihilation where it was like, yeah, if you like Dex Machina, we got the next movie from him and it's a Netflix. Oh, but it's going to theaters first. Yeah. And we're not getting on Netflix in America until like three months later when everyone will have forgot about it. Yeah, it's like the like Hitman's me. Bodyguard. Yeah, hmm? it's like the Hitman's Bodyguard. Right. Yeah, it's just it's like they made a big fucking like yeah this movie holy shit and then it was like it waited just long enough to pop up on Netflix here that it was like everyone kind of forgot about it and a lot of people did forgot to see it or the Cloverfield thing. It was like yeah available right after Super Bowl fucking do it. That was yeah, cool. It's like, so I'm saying like they <laughs> they'll hype the shit out of a thing and, and everybody knows about it and then everybody shits on it and it's like okay. I think that's why they're going with this, like, because I think Ballad of Buster Scruggs is a thing that would have been devices. If they'd been like, Coen Brothers, you know them, they fucking did Fargo and Big Lebowski and all this shit, people will go watch that movie expecting the Big Lebowski and be like, fuck this, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I think in some ways they're they're letting filmmakers do what they want to do. And, you know, if they just let them fly under the radar, it's like, yeah, they'll get some people watching it. But if you make a big deal about it, it's just like, because a lot of people, when, when Annihilation got popular here, it was like, fuck is this movie it's like not for you i think (laughs) i think they're expecting people to proselytize like they're expecting the people who pay close attention to netflix to go oh this is coming out cool i'm gonna watch it and then spread word of mouth and then everybody signs up for a netflix account yeah they've taken our theory of like star wars Mm -hmm. and gone too far with it where we're like you don't have to advertise star wars yeah you don't you just be like hey guess what december 19th new star wars yeah and that's all you have to do. And you don't have to run fucking commercial after commercial and, you know, tie in the lettuce, you know, official Yoda lettuce at the, at the supermarket, all this shit. Mm-hmm. Go like you again. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't need all that shit. All you need to do is be like, hey, December 19th, Star Wars. Yeah. Done. And, and that's all they really could have, should have done has been like, hey, new fucking Coen Brothers, October 20th. You know, like. Yeah, I've, I've seen people... But they don't even do that. They ju- they're just like, all right, we're going to let the ringer write articles about it. Right. And then people will find it through that. You yeah. Know, it's like, uh... Like, I've seen people this week like, when are we going to get an Avengers 4 trailer? It's like, you're fucking seeing the Avengers 4. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to see a trailer. But I need to see Netflix trailers. They need to be somewhere. Yeah. You know? I, I And there's this weird... <sighs> I see this all all the time when I people are watching them because like when I went to just see what people thought about Anon, there's 400 reviews of it on Letterboxd, mm-hmm. but they all pretty much said the same thing. Like, I'm not paying you for this shit, Netflix. You know, don't mm-hmm. use my seven dollars to fund this shit. And it's like they're not. But yeah. <laughs> I also wonder, like, when does Netflix run out of money to do this? Oh, they're like $20 billion in debt. They, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what happens when that bubble finally bursts? I don't know. Because, like, I, I'd say it, but, like, everyone I know shares Netflix accounts. It's not like, all right, everyone's got their own Netflix, so they're getting their 10 bucks out of everybody every month. You know, it's like, nah. Yeah. But, I, I, I don't know what their end game is in terms of, like, how many more people they think they can get. 
like who else is really going to sign up for it like the only people who are signing up for it now are people that are getting some sort of like buy a smartphone get two years of netflix Mm -hmm. that kind of thing yeah i feel like they've reached market saturation at at a certain point i mean no one's turning 18 moving out of their parents house getting an apartment and be like all right time to sign up for netflix no they're staying home till they're 26 using their parents' Netflix account. And then after that, it's, you know, we'll all be dead. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they're still announcing things. Yes, like, the, the eventual heat death of the earth. Yes. Yeah. We'll I mean, come before Netflix goes bankrupt. Yeah. Like today, it was just like, hey, we're doing live action Cowboy Bebop. Right. Oh, whether, yeah. Whether you want it or not. And the internet fucking said, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. I mean, that's a strange that reaction. Feels, that feels really dumb and reactionary, but um, anime people are dumb and reactionary. Yeah. Um, suck it, weebs. <laughs> But uh, they yeah. also announced uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Suck it, weebs. I think it's Evangelion Evangelion Lilion. Just watch All that Robin Williams clip over and over and you'll know how to say it. Yeah. All of it. Robin Williams clip? Does he have? Does he say Neon Genesis and Evangelion? Yes. Why? He's picking up the toy. It's. I think it's from One Hour Photo. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. It's, it's pretty, a meme. It's pretty good. Yeah. Tis a meme. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me happy. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, man. But yeah, they're bringing that to Netflix. All the weebs I know are both ecstatic and pissed for some reason. Oh man, they're gonna be so pissed at the dub. I can't wait. <laughs> Oh, Can't they're going to lose their shit over the dub. I hope it's dubbed by Hicks. Yeah. Wait, so they're just Note they're so. just bringing the thing like it's not a live action, they're just bringing that to yeah, Netflix. Just yeah, just all of it. Oh, all okay. of oh. all of the oh, Okay, okay. Oh Neon man, Genesis, people are going to argue Evangelion. about the order. Okay. Oh, it's going to yeah. be great. Oh, the dorks are going to be so pissed. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine. I I love Cowboy Bebop. I'm fine with the I To me, I'm one of those people like I question the existence or need for the Lion King thing. Like, cause it's like, we're gonna do a live action Lion King. He's like, um, it's, there's no people in that, right? It's not live. action. That's the only one where I kind of like raised my hand and went like, as soon as they announced that, I was like, there's no people in that movie. There's also no animals in that. Is movie. this like some stealth step to just get us to accept CG actors I, as actors I think at some so. point? I swear to God, I thought it was going to be Donald Glover wearing like a little hoodie. <laughs> I I thought it was going to be the, the Broadway show. Yes, exactly. That's what like, I, thought I thought it was. I thought we're like, okay, they're going to make the Broadway show into yeah. a movie. Okay. Yeah, that's why when I saw the cast, I was like, okay, I will. This sounds interesting. Yeah. And then I see that trailer, and it's just like. This is fucking CG bullshit. This is still animated. Yeah. For a year, people and they're all like, this, live action Lion King. You fucking liars. And they're the same shots. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, we already tried this with Psycho. Yeah. And like, it didn't work out so well. Like, what if we just why? remade it and you like it and here's the same thing, but now it looks photorealistic? It's yeah. for those fucking... We hear about, like, a dude's roommate every once in a while. I can't watch that. It looks old. No cell phones in it. Dumb. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Here's the thing I'll say. If the Cowboy Bebop thing... If it's 10 episodes, if it's news stories, I'll watch it. If it's like we're doing shot for shot remakes, fuck it. I don't care. I don't need it. Yeah. I mean, I don't have that strong of an opinion about Japanimation in general. But, you know, I'm just saying, like, I, I you know, That's like not it, the proper terminology. I, no, I mean, like remakes or it whatever. Is. Like if it's shot for shot, fuck, I don't need it. Like, I, you yeah. know, I don't need a I don't need an English made remake of a thing that's from another country. I can read subtitles now. So every once in a while they make it better. It doesn't happen often, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to cite examples, but like that it, Dragon Ball movie. Yeah, totally. That was much better than all that other weeb shit. They need Keanu Reeves as Spike. It's the only, sure. only thing I'll accept. 
Yeah. The only um, actor I will accept is Keanu Reeves. I don't. They're not getting him. His 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 stock is high right now. Wasn't there My another? My stock is also high for Keanu Reeves. Wasn't there another like this year announced live action anime? I know they adapted Death Note, which a lot Death of people Note, are pissed they hated, off at. Yeah, no, the but this was this it. was like a long running, like beloved thing. Well, they're talking about doing. Well, it's not really truly anime because it's American, but they're they're doing talking about doing another live. Uh, Last Airbender thing live action. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I mean, that's not true. Whatever. Okay. I, guess, I guess anime, that's why they changed to that term, because it doesn't denote just from Japan. Ah. Mm. Anyway. I, some some weeb will correct me. Like, actually, I don't care. I'm just saying, I think that's why we want to... <laughs> well, not with that attitude, they won't. <laughs> Good. <laughs> don't at me. No, I'm just saying, like, I think that's why, we, not why we went away from the term Japanimation, because it was all the Japanese cartoons. Because it was way more fun to say. And... Yes. Anime is lame. Yeah, it sure is. Absolutely, full stop. High five. <laughs> Japanimation, awesome. Anime, bullshit. Yeah. Do yes. not add us. Yeah, don't at me. I don't care. Maybe. My account's private. You can't at me. Right. <laughs> Delete your account. I, I've considered it. Not you. I like your tweets. Oh, I don't. Yeah. Delete your account. I don't either. I, I hate my tweets. I wish they'd go away. <laughs> Why just delete your account then? <laughs> I'm working on it. How did we, but, what, however, if someone seconds. wanted to find my account before deleting it, uh, they would go to twitter.com. They would. But if they want to find the BAMFCAST account, where would they go? Twitter.com slash BMFCAST. What about all those other socials? Well, you can find them all in one place at BMFCAST.com. Look on the right-hand side. There's BMF a whole... BMFCAST. You've interrupted my flow. I'm going to kill you in your stick. <laughs> your flow. Find them all at bmfcast.com. Mm. Check the right-hand side for all the buttons. Yep. Those will take you all to all of our socials. If you want to get in touch with us directly, it's at bmfcast on most platforms. bmf at bmfcast.com or 9105-JUX-BMF, 9105569263 on your telephone. And lastly... If they want to get extra bonus special content from us for a small fee, where would they go? Well, they could show us the money at patreon.com slash bmfcast. That's where we have all of our bonus content. It's uh, it's super good. There's a lot of it. You can pay a small fee, get a whole bunch of content, pay a little bit more, a little bit higher fee, get a whole bunch more content, on and on and on and on. Be our ambassadors no. of Patreon. Right. Yes. Like he said. It is the rare instance of both quality and quantity. Mm-hmm. Both together. Sure. For the first time. Sure. I'll take that. Should. It's true. It is. <laughs> yeah. And it gets better the more you pay. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Sure. Yep. It gets better for us <laughs> the more you pay. <laughs> Just saying. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Totally. Let's get out of here, shall we? Let's. All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banff Cast Out. Bye.